welcome everybody to the Super Nario's Palace Super Show. What did I just get myself into? <laughs> a party, that's what you got yourself into. Oh, cool, I love parties. All right. this for awesome. an hour. I'm in it, I'm in it. I'm all, all we do. Welcome everybody, we're back at the table, the podcast studio, whatever we're calling this, the dungeon. So we'll nice find studio. out. Something. So it's a nice studio you got here. Thank yeah. You. Got a I love team. the open holes in the wall. <laughs> got a uh, Wii U. Patrick in a milkshake yep. photo. That's a load bearing. That picture. <laughs> I love it. And we're here with, uh, as some of you might be able to pick up, a special guest for the show. Oh, yeah? Who is it? Yeah. Uh, it's Mikey. Never been on the show before. Hey, welcome to the show. I didn't know. Is this here. what's been going on in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> it's been hearing a lot of talking yeah, about Yeah, I replaced you. I'm the, I'm, I lead this show now. Oh, <laughs> he's the new Larry. The yeah. Super Lennon brother. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're here with Lennon Free. Howdy do uh, Local stand-up. Yes. And yep. podcaster as well. Right? Well, if you consider an hour away local. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Central PA is kind I, of like one big mass. I live in the United States. I mean, we can start with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll go from there. It's heavy uh, <laughs> Eastern Pennsylvania accent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, actually, I, I don't do podcasts much anymore. Oh, like, really? Unfortunately. Like, I was on this podcast for a long time called Groupcast, and we did like 160 episodes or something oh, like wow, that, and then cool. we decided, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rebrand, we're going to buckle down, we're going to get real professional, and we're really going to take this thing off. And we did seven episodes and never gave a shit again. <laughs> that was the end of it. Like, oh, well, I guess we're done. All right, cool. <laughs> nice seeing everybody. It was fun. <laughs> I think last time I talked to you was when you were in the, the regrouping phase. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. So Maybe like, like four or five months ago? Yeah, that'd be about right. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that it never worked out, but it was... Fine. <laughs> scheduling wise, or um, there, yeah, there were a couple. There were two weeks in a row where there were scheduling issues, and we're like, well, I well, this person and this person can't be on this week, so these three people will get together and they'll do it, and it never happened. And then next week, it's like, all right, well, these three people will get together, and it never happened. And then we're just like, all right, so now no one's just talking to each other anymore. Oh, so, screw it, whatever, whatever. It's cool. I'll move on with my life now. <laughs> yeah, when you get that many people on podcasts, that's I did Transmission Awesome podcast for a while on mm-hmm. uh, that got the glasses, and that was an issue with it was we had four regular co-hosts, okay. and it was tough to always just manage to get like all four people on at the same time. So eventually, you start doing it without them, and then yeah. it's just tough to like manage it to any point where it even resembles what people started listening to it before. The we first. weren't that specific with it, where there were there were six of us, I believe, if I remember correctly. And it's like. Any three of us that can get together, that's oh, really? cool. Let's go yeah. for it. Anybody. It does I don't I don't care who it is. Get the free two, bird rule. Yeah. Get <laughs> get like two people and your dog. I don't give a shit. Just get <laughs> three people in a room together and record this thing. And it's just happened. Oh man. That's a shame. Nah. I knew you were pretty uh, passionate about it. Oh my god, it was so much fun. I yeah. love just talking to a couple people on a microphone for a while. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Having it recorded so like years later you can even like, oh, yeah. wow, it was such a butthole back then. I, well, yeah. I actually just re-listened to one not too long ago, and that's kind of what I thought. But at the same time, I was all like, yeah, I'm pretty funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm the Bob. Yeah, that's pretty good. I started to have that more and more as time gone on. I was like, like listen to old episodes. I'm like, yeah. I was really racist back then. Like, a lot more liberally than I thought I was. <laughs> so many N-words. I don't get it. What's Let me put those back then in there. That's awesome. <laughs> but well, it's cool to listen back to all that stuff, because yeah. then you can, you can like realize this is... When I sucked, and this is I'm, I'm pretty decent now, and here's what sh- changed, mm-hmm. and here's what else I can change. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched, um, I'm narcissistic as shit. I just watched a whole bunch of my <laughs> old YouTube videos of the series that I was doing for a little while. That was like tutorials on video games as opposed to like the review, like the comedy yeah. reviews, like a JonTron sort of thing. But it was a 
or it was a tutorial over review, and it was pretty decent. But watching all the old ones, I'm going, my timing is off on this, and I wish I'd done more jokes on this. And if I redid one now, it'd probably be pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to, but that'd oh. be great. Oh, I just jump <laughs> on that. Okay. Dude, they were so much work. They are. When, I forget what it was. I think it was a Five Nights at Freddy's game, like the second or third one. It's like, I'm going to get this one out as fast as possible to get as many views as possible. And I worked on it every three minute I had. It took me eight days to get it out. From yeah. from writing to, to post was eight days. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> editing is what kills me. That's what's kept oh, yeah. me from doing, like, video editing too much. Because, like, I, I enjoy writing it. I enjoy filming it to a certain extent. It's when I get video editing. I'm like, God, yeah. I fucking hate this. I'm doing a shit ton of video editing now. Because I'm just about to start up. Uh, well, I'm not starting up a YouTube channel. I'm getting involved with a YouTube channel. It was two comedians um, out of Sunbury, which is like an hour north of here or whatever. And the one guy moved to Portland, Oregon. So I said, well, I'll, I can jump in and do this. Why not? <laughs> so I, I, I filled in, and I'm now also the editor and all yeah. that stuff. It's pretty cool. I think we're going to launch next week. Oh, That's cool. so cool. Assuming everything goes well in our next recording session. Like, I want to have a ton of episodes in the bank before oh, we get yeah. anything out. we got 24 right now. Oh, and wow. when we meet up in, like, three days... Where it just so happens we neither of us have anything going on all day, so we're going to record like ten to twelve episodes, take a break, drive down to the local mall, and pick up a bunch of garbage video games, and come back and do like another ten to twelve. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's going to be tremendous. What's the channel? It is. You seriously never played this? Okay. Aptly named because the caveat is the person playing the game must have never touched it before. I can see that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. you have to think there's a lot so of kind of only too. leaves bad video games. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> well, we're, we're kicking off with me playing Donkey Kong 64. Oh, wow, that's a great I've game. Never, yeah, I've never played it. That's I love it. Game. I'm in love with it. Yeah, it's great. great game. I'm terrible got some giant cans, by the way. Yeah, oh, Candy oh, yeah. And I don't know why she has to, like, dress so scantily. It's not <laughs> like she has any competition. Like, there's there's old Lady Kong, and she's dead. And then there's, there's Tiny, <laughs> and she's, like, six. So, I mean, she's still overdressed compared to most of the Kong family. Exactly. Well, yeah. Donkey Kong doesn't wear anything. And Diddy Kong wears like a super gay tank top. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong has that like that that one tie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the only thing he wears. He's practically. I don't know why right. he wears a tie. He doesn't have. Puts off right before his no dick collar. too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like an arrow just pointing directly. <laughs> He's like, look at yeah. this. It's right here, right here. This is where you need your eyes need to be. My eyes are down here. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. all you need to see. <laughs> this is all Donkey Kong you need to be. Looking exactly. At. Oh, it's man. gonna be fun once it starts. So we all, we all basically met through uh, Amber, like open night stand-ups over yeah. at the, the Comedy Zone at the Doc Holiday oh, Steakhouse. Man. Yeah, the which is now one. Boomerangs. It still has a Comedy Zone part attached to it, though, right? Oh, yeah. That, that room hasn't changed as far as I know. They're talking about redoing it. I don't know if they do. I, feel like that I think it's awesome. open now for, um, for like actual weekenders, yeah. like guys coming in, and I'm hoping they bring back the open mic for us. There was talk of it. Crazy convenient. It's um, a 10 minute drive. Oh, absolutely. And there's a fantastic room, too. Yeah. 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 When, people, when people were going, near the end there, it wasn't so hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, there, there were times when you, know, you got as many people for the open mic as you did for the weekend show. Mm-hmm. And those, those were fantastic. Yeah. I and when you taped them, put them online, it looked like you were performing at like a legitimate place and not, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, they were great videos all the time. You know, it's it's not like, you know, going down the, the local yokel fucking comedy shack <laughs> out in your PA or I'll whatever. say at the Cove, I like the Cove, but it's like, if there's not some elevation, it just looks like you 
came into a party and started doing stand-up <laughs> against people's wishes. Yeah, everybody that's... shut up. I'm going to do five minutes. You're going to listen. Anyone taller than me can try and stop me. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it's the mountain. Like, there's just music playing behind, like a band clearly playing over you. And you're like, come on. <laughs> I just pushed a girl out of her way from blowing out her quinceanera cake. Like, <laughs> So I was at the store the other day, right? <laughs> Muppet butthole plant. <laughs> no hablo beaner. How rude. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there was talk of bringing it back for a little while. I don't I, I don't want to, like, talk a bunch of shit, like, five minutes into the podcast already, but, I mean, what else am I here for? Yeah. Um, they were going to get an actual pretty good comic to host it every single week. Uh, and he wanted $200 a week to do it, and they laughed in his face, rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is, but it, his initials rhyme with uh, DDR. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's Louis C.K. is asking for right so much money. Yeah. I'm surprisingly asked for 200 Yeah, yeah I mean, that's yeah. a lot for That'd a, be a draw. For yeah. an open mic. Um, and it should, like... He used to, my brother used to always kind of, like, make me feel bad, like, let's order food while we're here. Let's try and, like, support this instead yeah. of having, like, two of the cheapest beers available. Or, like, <laughs> you were, you were, it would be like we're driving up to it, be like, let's eat at McDonald's first. Like, why don't we just eat at the, like, why don't we do something to actually, it's like, they're, can they're, we bring the McDonald's in? <laughs> just sit down with them. Let's <laughs> start right in the front. You're yeah. in the dead front metal with dead a big front, Mac with a, a clear, giant thing of fries. A clear, like, a giant bag of McDonald's, like, hanging out of my cargo short pockets. Crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. yeah, Steve Maroney's up there. Oh, hey guys, welcome to the comedy zone. He's rummaging through the bag, just ripping. Yeah, he's like staring me down. I'm like, oh, God, you should try to You've heard the expression three beer queer, right? Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> Steve, we all have heard this. I don't, did you do a quick look around the room? Did you see anyone new here? <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I try to support them where I could, but. Oh, of course. You, times. you gotta support the venue. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I went to, yeah, any place that I go to anymore, I try and get something there. Yeah, you know, years ago I was an idiot and I didn't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, and now I absolutely do. You just assume it'll be there forever. <laughs> but then once More you've seen like eight or nine yeah. open mics shrivel up and die, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, I don't get out as much anymore as I'd like to. That's because I'm hardly hitting open mics anymore. Yeah, I'm only I'm only going off of you know whatever shows I can string together, which mm-hmm. is few and far between. But it happens. Yeah, I mean, there's a new place that just opened up in Shippensburg. Oh, cool. Uh, that's doing a thing every you know two or three weeks. And I was there, I guess, two weeks ago. Uh, the, the, the shows are good. Yeah. Good shows are bringing in decent, you know, headliners. It's mostly the same people from the Comedy Zone. Oh, okay, like um, Keith Paradise and Aaron Stauffer. No, I'm talking the the, the headliners. Oh, really? They're getting, oh, yeah, they're okay. getting like you know, Randy the Amish comic, or <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that he's been there yet. But they, you know, they had uh, Donna Carter and um, Mike Egan, and the names that you'll oh, see okay, up on yeah. the on the posters for the Comedy Zone a lot. Odds are they'll also be in the Shippensburg one at some point. Oh, because <laughs> that Amish comic, I felt like he hit that hit the Comedy Zone three times in one summer. Probably. And I was like, is he that big of an act? Sort of. Because his picture's just him with, like, a really old cell phone. Like, huh? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Amish. Did you get it? (laughs) A beard and a hat. Yeah. Well, he's... In the area, it's it's him and it's Earl David Reed. Those are the two names. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it until you get out to Philly or, you know, whatever might be in Pittsburgh. Sure. I don't get out of that direction, so I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I know Helium's, um, like, the big one out there. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, Helium is the one to go to. And, you know, and they do an open mic, too. Yeah. But it's one of those ones you got to stand in line and you might not get on. That's yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm going to drive three hours to maybe do two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or, God forbid, maybe not get on at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it would. that would definitely be awful. Here's a new one that's opening up in Philly. 
It might oh, have opened really? already. I don't know. I'm still not going to go, but it might be yeah, looking interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was, uh, like, I moved up to New York after college for a little bit. And uh, I had a friend that went. I went to college with, and he's like, he was from New York. And he's like, yeah, man, just sign up for Open Mic at Caroline's. They'll say you need to bring, like, five or six people, but that's, once you get there, what are they going to say? Right. And then I did that and brought nobody and got there, and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to let you go on. You didn't bring anybody. <laughs> but they still brought me down to the dressing room where I got to be there just long enough to watch Ari Spears taking a dump and get trapped into the men's room because he couldn't get the door open. <laughs> And that's a memory to live with. Forever. I hit the door open. He's like, "Whoa!" I thought I was trapped in there, and I made some shitty joke that he didn't even respond to at all. He walked past me, and then the the booker came down. He's like, "Yeah, what are you doing here? You're not." <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm with Aries. You brought nobody in order to water. I'm his hype man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do it, Aries. Mad TV was amazing. Who's gonna stand there with a bullhorn? Aries Spizio. <laughs> Mike Tyson, um, other characters, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I can't remember a lot of Matt TV sketches right now. Was he on the show? I, I love Will Sasso. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does, except yeah. Hollywood, apparently. <laughs> He's made a life for himself as the Viner who has the lemons. Vine star. Oh, yeah, with lemons. That's his thing. Oh, is that what he does? Oh, yeah. Have you, have you seen those? Where any of his lime, lime, his, his lemon vines are no. fantastic. They're, I'm not, vines are what, like those quick videos? They're like six seconds. Yeah, six so second long. ones. Yeah. yeah. They're weird. It's, they're like strangely addictive. I used to, like, yes. when I heard the concept, I'd be like, this sounds awful. Like, what would I want to watch them for yeah. six seconds? But there's something about, like, once people got that medium down, they handled it really well. And his is yeah. one where he just, is doing random things and screams like lemons out at points. Oh, wow. And there's like a lemon will shoot out of his mouth. Yeah. It's weird. It's actually but pretty good. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's decent. He's got a five minute podcast out too. Which, ten minute podcast. Oh, is it ten minutes? Yeah, which is, it is absurd. Twice as much as what you <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought he was getting ripped off. <laughs> That's kind of odd. It's doing? like as soon as you get into it, it's him and um, over, yeah. Brian Callen and what's the guy that's on that live show NBC does with date, like undateable. Some guy from there. It's got, like, long hair and a beard. It's the three of them, and they just do, like, weird kind of... It's almost like Comedy Bang Bang, where someone does, like, a character, and everyone just kind of goes, like, yes, and? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like... Because you have... manage that for ten minutes. And yeah, exactly. And it's over. I was like, they have guests on for ten minutes? I think you'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd just introduce them. It'd be but it, it's a pain in the ass. Like, as soon as you get to download ten of them, first of all, like, in a row, just to get a decent-length <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I guess if you have a 10 minute commute to work, it's like the perfect podcast for you. I mean, I guess so. You know, just start and stop it at all. Yeah. Yeah, but for for the average person, that sucks. Yeah, I, it's definitely it's a bit of a rough one. Yeah, but I, I mean, when do you fire that thing up? It's like, well, I got some time before I have to leave for work. I guess I'll listen to a Will Sasso yeah. real quick. I don't want to get into anybody's story too much. No, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm only semi-interested in what I actually have to listen to. Why don't you just do Kenny Rogers? I'll listen to that podcast every time. Like, a solo Kenny Rogers, what, Lil Sasso podcast? I still might be, like, it's still like, be like the best impersonation in any of those sort of shows, because it never made any sense. It like, never, like, like it didn't really was, sound like him that much. Like, what Way I, fatter. What Kenny was. Rogers did to deserve this? <laughs> I mean, on the list of celebrities that Will Sasso impersonated, they'd be like, I'm not that fat. <laughs> not that fat Al Pacino like what the fuck <laughs> I always like Randy Newman <laughs> oh is Randy Newman's good. his Randy Newman's actually like a great it it's does sound Randy like him Newman. yeah it was pretty good he I does guess. a couple of those I think during the uh during his his vines at points too like, oh does he possibly I don't know I, don't, well, I haven't watched a lot but it wouldn't surprise me I mean it's, yeah. it's a pretty good character actually you know what he did um 
He did a Randy Newman impression for what's that YouTube channel? Honest Trailers. Oh, that's, really? That's, that's, that's where he jumped in. I think that was his first time doing Newman since like Toy Story. Yeah, 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 yeah they did Toy Story, Story, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is getting too real." Cut to Randy Newman. He's like, "Here's Toby. <laughs> that's your toys." Who got the eye food, yeah, boy. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not, it is funny how all the Randy Newman impressions have become a retarded Randy Newman impression. <laughs> I think that, that's like the easy way to and that's both moan. <laughs> so I kept people are like doing Christopher Walken, you need to pronounce every syllable as two. Like, that's the way to oh, get in. Why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, why? Boy Scout. <laughs> But, like, that's how you get in with a Randy Newman. It's like, you start retarded, and yeah. then you just go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's your center. It's yeah. yeah, that's how you find it. you got to find mantra. that balance somewhere in the middle. <laughs> retarded, not as retarded. Somewhere in the middle. No. I, I paid to watch an hour of, uh, oh, God, Kenny Rogers' Jackass. That was the funniest <laughs> thing Mad TV ever did. I don't know that I saw that one, but that oh, sounds really? incredible. Oh, it's great. It was just like him doing the Jackass movie, except it's Kenny Rogers in it and a bunch of but, kids. But it's like, him. Like, it's, yeah. it's not like a group, so it's him like, Kenny Rogers' Jackass! I'm gonna throw this hammer up in the air and then it'll hit me. And just like him doing it and then just like, oh, motherfucker! <laughs> but just continuously doing it over and over again with different sketches. Yeah, so. if you want to laugh, definitely check that out. I think I'm gonna have to. I think it's on, that's, that's on number one right now for the list of things to watch. It's pretty sweet. I uh, heard a question recently I wanted to ask you guys because I thought it was pretty interesting. Mm. So you guys have seen Seinfeld. You know, Jerry tend to work on that show. He'd usually break up with the girls he was dating for pretty mundane reasons. Yeah. yeah. So what would be the reason why Jerry Seinfeld would break up with you? Like, what's that weird, minor social thing that you have that Jerry would be unable to get over and break up with you with? <sighs> Too many jokes. Constantly, probably. <laughs> you know, not too bad. <laughs> you think that? Know, like two comedians don't ever really work out well. I feel like no, probably not. Yeah, because I, it's it's a constant testing of material. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, you always have to wonder about like the I'm ill. Who's funnier? Like oh, I don't want to be. I don't want them to be funnier than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I I thought I'd... he had a better set than me, Elaine. <laughs> what, is, what is going on? <laughs> Why? Why is he funnier than me? <laughs> His nose is bigger. His feet are bigger. <laughs> his jokes aren't that funny. <laughs> Why is that nose so big? <laughs> he keeps thinking he's great, but he brings these Muppet butthole references into things. It doesn't well, work. Not even Jewish. <laughs> Five different rape jokes in one set. Like, come on. Been the impression podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we need a counter. Can you put it? Can you edit in like a ding every time we get a new? Oh yeah, totally. almost done. I got ding. Ding. I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought, I got Kermit the Frog and that's it. Oh, oh I could do a Miss Piggy. We, we, yeah. we can romance yeah. each other. That would be fantastic. That's at the extent of Miss Piggy. <laughs> I just can't do her when she gets angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought mine would be... That she like, always is. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, she's sweet at times. I want, I want her when she's at her happiest. <laughs> That's how I choose to remember Miss Piggy. That's how she is in my heart, in my mind, in my soul. Kyle will always remember. I feel like mine would be that I don't finish TV shows, so it'd be constantly hmm. be him being like, so you got through four seasons of Breaking Bad. Yeah. And you just didn't finish it. No. Why? No. Did you like it? Yeah, four seasons was pretty good. Why not watch the fifth? 
Yeah. <laughs> do you know not... what happened? Well, yeah, I YouTube the very last few five yeah, minutes. I, Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> I, I didn't YouTube it. I just I read about it yeah. essentially, so I don't need to see it. I guess even worse. <laughs> like, Why would you do that? It's such a great show. Just finish it. So like, much time invested. It's like I got through season one of Avatar: Last Airbender. Where are you gonna watch the rest? Like. Yeah, maybe yeah. at some point he's just like but that's where the show gets great that's what made it Avatar I'm like yeah but I don't it's, it's eventually maybe I don't know get off my ass super busy yeah come on Jerry calm down I'm have you know I gotta say though I'm having a hard time imagining Jerry Seinfeld watching Avatar yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming this is a modern day version of Jerry, uh, yeah, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld where he's, he's up to date on all the pop culture today yeah. Where he's got, like, some 19-year-old Japanese wife, which I think he did at one point, didn't he? Isn't his wife, like, great? Wasn't she, like... When Seinfeld was on, wasn't he... I don't think he was ever married, but he was dating, like, an 18-year-old Asian chick, I thought. Hmm. Like, his wife was insanely younger than him. So maybe that version of Jerry Seinfeld's like, Well, I gotta keep up on the mangas. <laughs> I'm a super saiyan. Have you ever seen the uh, the Twitter that's like Seinfeld, modern, modern Seinfeld? Seinfeld oh my god, it's the best. The only thing that it tweets out are plots to if Seinfeld was still on today. Oh really? And it's involving you know modern day things like you know Kramer wants to get his fucking iPhone upgraded or something. <laughs> and it, it, they're fantastic. They're absolutely amazing. you're looking them up right now. Yeah, right? I'm about to yes. try to get over to it. Fantastic. I'd love to see George's new cell phone. Like if he had a cell phone, <laughs> how old it would be? <laughs> but then every single one of them is absolutely spot on. Yeah. Like it's hundred percent. You go. I want to watch that episode like right now. I'd love to see it. That's awesome. Yeah. Modern day. That's never coming back, unfortunately. No, it is not. But Curb's still going strong, or will be. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just about. To, didn't they have a, a next month? They start have a hiatus, and now they're starting up. Again. Yeah, yeah. Kramer and George go to the airport, both get on wrong flights. Kramer ends up at the ESPYs and gets mistaken for Team USA manager at George's whereabouts unknown. Perfect. <laughs> uh, the game gets competitive over Fitbit steps. George beats Elaine constantly. Turns out George gave his to a waitress at a diner and Elaine's mad. Oh, perfect. That's, part, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly, like, you know, that's the only reason George would win. Yeah. <laughs> you can absolutely lose yourself in that that yeah, you just go through and I might sign up for Twitter just for that. that. Yeah, it's almost. I feel like for you at this point, it's almost worth if you sign up for Twitter just to follow accounts like that and Simpsons quote of the day and just uh, things like yeah. that. Yep, Wire quote of the day is another really good. I was one. I was against Twitter forever because I I just thought, this is Facebook with a character limit. What the fuck am yeah. I doing? Why? 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 Yeah, and then I joined it because I had this wonderful little a Twitch account for a little bit. I'm like, well, if people are going to follow me, as people have said they would if I was on Twitter, I guess I should do it. And I love it. It's fantastic. Really? It's like Facebook without without the cat and family photos. It's the <laughs> best. Oh. That's that's the advantage to Twitter, is Twitter is Facebook, but without your family on it. Oh. So you don't have to get that any That should be sense. the market for it. It's how you sell it. Yeah. That's interesting. I absolutely love it. You can put rape jokes on and not worry about like uncles being like, ew. <laughs> Yeah, though you do have to worry about other people you don't know finding that. Oh, really? How does it get out there? I mean, if someone types in... I mean, just don't hashtag rape, I guess. <laughs> that's the way you, you avoid it. Is there a hashtag for rape? Oh, uh, that's what you I've been doing wrong. Oh. Yeah, you, yeah, I've always been hashtagging my rape jokes, yeah. which just seems poor. No, I just put it at the end of every one, every post. I'm yeah, oh, you're just like, yeah. go Team USA, yeah. hashtag rape. <laughs> I do think it's the douchiest thing in the world when I see people do it on Facebook. Uh, really? Hashtag no, Mondays, like... Fuck off. What is that? I have never used a hashtag. Really? I'm proud of it. 
And I'm going to keep that streak alive <laughs> for as long as humanly possible. I used to be that same way. I used to be like, I can't hashtag because it sounds so douchey. Or if right. I did, it would be ironic hashtags like, cried, like, cried at the movie theaters today, hashtag man, or something like that. <laughs> but I've slowly started to put them in, like when I promote the the one of the manga podcasts, I do, I'll put them in there. Because that's... If you have promotions, like, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to pull in people who don't see your show. If they do like a hashtag one of the series we talk about, people just yeah. follow that hashtag and they're like, oh, who's this person talking about that? I feel like that's a good way to do it. But no, Yeah, it's absolutely understandable then. But yeah. just for, you know, generic garbage posts. No. No, not interested. The terror is in discovering what trends are, like why something's hashtag, right. a.k.a. hashtag McChicken recently. Oh, yeah, I did heard you, about did that. Did you find out why? No. Did you hear about yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, so, I just, I saw McChicken was trending, and if you click yeah. it, you'll find you'll find tweets relevant to it. The first tweet that's on there is like, for the love of God, don't find out why McChicken's trending. I was like, why? And I scrolled <laughs> down... And it's just some giant black dude fucking a McChicken sandwich. Yep. yep. Just going to town on it. And you're like, why did this, like, how did this start? What, what was the catalyst for this trending? Yeah. Was some one person just like, ew, this dude's fucking a McChicken. Then 20,000 people are like, ew. And then it just finally, because it started hashtag trending and that's yeah. what caused it. If we listen real close, you can hear it. that you. Yeah. yeah. Like, it must have been, like, just a, like, a span. Like, when you, like, see those news reports, like, in a TV show where they're, like, a, one person, like, ran to the phone call and talked to someone else and, like, transfers <laughs> into eight other people. Like, oh, this dude's fucking him chicken. Don't look it up. <laughs> and it just became, like, eventually on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Like, I've heard the big dick like pokes out the other end of the sandwich yeah, like, to a decent it's like it's a big wow. dick and he's really fucking that sandwich. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect to see it when I clicked McChicken, but I I was too curious. It got the best of me. I was like, ooh, are they adding a new kind of McChicken? Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, that's a, just a giant black man fucking McChicken. But this new sandwich is delicious. Oh god, no. <laughs> well, they do put in a green. If that's what's on it, I don't oh, think yeah, I no. want this new one. No. There is a scandalous amount of mayonnaise on those sandwiches. So yeah. I guess that would it's, it's a little suspicious, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. What else would I do with this? Yeah. I certainly shouldn't be eating this. <laughs> Four tablespoons of mayonnaise? Why? Oh. <laughs> mayonnaise has to be the worst condiment, right? As I've gotten older, definitely. I used to be a fan. I'm, I'm still a mayonnaise man. Mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? Like, does it matter for you? No, I don't. I don't think I care. Okay. <laughs> You know what's great is mayonnaise and barbecue sauce mixed together is like a fry dip. It's Ooh, fucking phenomenal. I bet that's pretty good. It's amazing. Is there a name for such a glorious condiment? Uh, Lario's Gooba Fest? I don't know. <laughs> I'll work on a name. Get back. I can already hear the gears in your head turning as you're like, I'm just going to patent this. <laughs> I'm just taking this. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing it down right now, actually. He's yeah. like, and you guys have never tried patenting this. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird I'm still putting your name on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. How do you spell Larios? Yeah. Is there you in there? You never patent your ranch and marinara dipping either. Hmm, that's weird. Ranch and era lends itself so well mm. to a name. Yeah. Yeah, someone's taking Ranchonera now. Captain Lennon's Ranchonera. <laughs> Did they? I thought I thought I heard something like there's Ranchonera now or something like that. I mean, it's huh. kind of an obvious like fit. I, I'd hate to like Works. say like I copyright that. Like, well, Ranchonera. <laughs> You're like I invented this. <laughs> like, I'm our, the first. I'm the first college kid that ever mixed ranch and marinara sauce in life. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcast recently. You were talking about how there's actually different kinds of ketchup too, and I never realized there. Oh were, yeah, yeah. Like I never realized there was something beyond tomato ketchup. And like I there's like, actually oh, catsup is a real the, thing. Like blueberry ketchup and things like the that. Banana was one of them. Yeah. Ew. I couldn't. 
I can't imagine. Apparently they don't suck that bad. But I'm like, what's the difference between that and jam? Like, what's... That's actually just another bad point. Is it just sugar that's put into it? Like, that's what separates Wouldn't them? Wouldn't surprise me. There's a science to jam, and I forget what it was. I learned it at one point in class. It's like cellulose being stretched out. It's a reason there's no banana jam, because banana doesn't have enough cellulose to do it. I don't want to get off on a tangent here about jams, but like, <laughs> no, no, go for no, it. I'm, the, I'm leaving you the floor. Yeah, tell us you. your jam. Dog. I get like how much I. I don't like you go to McDonald's and the ketchup they give you there doesn't. You, it's almost unrecognizable that there's really any tomato in it because it's so sugary. I mean, it's still good. I feel like that's the transition ketchup's kind of made. I don't know, like how tomatoey would you really say ketchup tastes? Not really. It's vinegar. It's, it's a lot more vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, but. I feel I don't know. Maybe I just have to try one of the other ones. Because you don't even like tomatoes. Ketchup. True. No, like I well, I don't like eating raw tomatoes. I like, eat tomatoes. That's what I mean by you don't like tomatoes. Well, that's right. not, that it, makes sense. But I mean tomato in its other forms. Like if it's even like stewed tomato or something like that, I can eat that. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like eating like raw tomato or slices of tomato. I'm a little bit the other way around. Really? I will. I will eat dozens of tomatoes. Oh God! And tomato <laughs> soup can go fuck off. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree with I you there. Yeah. Tomato soup only exists for grilled cheese sandwiches, I feel it's like. such a shit day at school. It's like, tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich. I go, so you didn't feel like making anything today? <laughs> That's how you got in the back. Our, <laughs> school, our school's going broke? Is this what's happening? Because this couldn't have cost you much. <laughs> Depression's back already? <laughs> Pizza every Friday was just too much for us, I guess. Not in the budget. Couldn't handle it. And for a private school, even? <laughs> my mom pays... Well, my mom doesn't pay tuition. But the priest pays tuition on our behalf for so much money. <laughs> I bet, like, a jalapeno ketchup would be good. Hmm. I can see that. That is interesting. I wonder if that's been done. On the market, though. Gotta be, right? Just assume it hasn't. Been. I, did come I up assume everything's been done. Barbecue sauce mayonnaise thing I did come up with. Despite Lennon's... Wait, say that again? <laughs> Despite, oh, yeah. <laughs> Despite his tweets that'll come out as soon as he leaves. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put hashtags on it. <laughs> Your hashtag on right. Pena. My first hashtag. Yeah. Kid, stop me, you dinosaur. You're not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put it out there on MySpace so everybody knows I did it first. <laughs> I'm sure Tom will be impressed. <laughs> my friendster account. My Zanga website. <laughs> my Zanga diary. Dear Zangsters. Okay. I gotta fire up Angel Fire. <laughs> my GeoCities account. <laughs> Check out my Neopets. <laughs> I desperately want to find my old Zanga site. I, 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 I hate yeah. to find mine. I, I know I only posted like three things on it, but I feel like that would just be a treasure trove in and of itself. Because I only got it to try to act cool to other kids in high okay. school. And I know it must have just been complete garbage. Because no one... It's not like I signed up for it, got a bunch of friends, started a conversation. I just started talking at them or, like, just talking as though I had all of their attention. Like, (laughs) man, History Day projects. Anybody else feel like this is a real drag? (laughs) I'm going... I picture this website as being, like, a bright yellow background with, like, cyan text (laughs) Comic Sans. Am I far off? No, I think it was the inverse. I think it was, like, all black with, like, red... Like, dark red text. Like, it was my inverse. It was my dark face. That'll hurt your eyes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did it solely because a, a girl I was interested in was the only other person I knew that was on it, and I knew she'd read it. So it was all stuff like, do you ever skip a stone and just wonder when you're oh, going to find love? Wow. It'd be, I hope it's, like, burned like this. Going after that Zanga puss. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> that Zanga bitch. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. She ended up banging a guy that wasn't on Zanga <laughs> and watched sports. Why? No. <laughs> Why? And watched football. 
it just doesn't add up. <laughs> Does she not get it? Well, you were such a poetic soul. No, I'd have to go out and start killing people <laughs> if they're like, hey, we're close to recovering everyone's anger accounts. Like, no, that just can't happen. happen. <laughs> of like, uh, what were the guys, the Egyptian dudes in uh, Mummy? The ones that were like trying to stop anyone from finding the mummy and just killing archaeologists? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, like, this secret needs to be left buried. <laughs> the guy had a big nose, if I recall. How old were you have been at the time? Like early 20s? When mummy? No. Oh, no. It was okay. 18, 19. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. So I was like 12 or 11. I think that makes it not as bad. I, I, think, might, I might have uh, popped into it after that. I can't have you saying it. <laughs> like, no, it didn't come out until 2006. Yeah, so uh, when did you get on it, Mikey? Weren't you in, like, New York at that time? Weren't you 27? <laughs> How did that go? I never got involved with any of that. I don't know if it's because I was too young to bother with it, or I just didn't. I think I, I wouldn't have if, like, other people in my school hadn't. So I, and then I just had that desire in life to be cool to them, to there appear. So if yeah. I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't have either. See, I, didn't, I didn't have that goal because I felt it was uh, unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> I felt for some, I had some whole, but a very strange sliver of hope that I could make it on there. So I think that's what mm-hmm. attached me onto it. But yeah. Because, no, I don't think I got into really social media beyond that until, like, uh, tr- like nineteen twenty when I finally quit her, and that's kind of where okay. it starts. Yeah, I didn't bother with Facebook until I started doing comedy. It's like, I should probably start getting involved with some of this stuff. To have some presence. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got Facebook mostly to keep up with family, though I remember early on I used to actually use it as, like, a writing platform and things like that. Okay. So... There's some odd articles I think you could still dig out that I wrote back in the day. Like, like, <laughs> do you ever date topics. girls because you think you're supposed to? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> what we have to do. That's a, it's kind of how Dane Cook exploded was just MySpace because no other comedians were utilizing it at the time. And he just started, ta- he would respond to every single message he got and was just always on it and promoting dates while nobody was, re- no other comedians were really using it and that's how he got big into like the college scene and then he just kind of skyrocketed from there. That makes yeah. a lot of sense actually. Yeah. There's so many platforms though now. But now there's nobody that, there's nothing that nobody's on. Yeah. Like, yeah. If anything, there's people on too many dead platforms. Mel Brooks there's is so tweeting many. people for whatever reason. <laughs> there's no reason for it. <laughs> that's the one thing that I like about Twitter though is that I feel like out of all the social media platforms that's the one where if you say something to somebody at least moderately famous, mm-hmm. they'll probably say something back. Uh, yeah, I think right. it's the character limit. I think it's because yeah. you can't over indate yourself with too much information to them, and yep. they don't have they don't feel any responsibility to text something too long back. Yeah, so you can get like responses to them like, "Hey, thanks for saying that. Nice comment, uh, sweet yep. hair, dude," or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And sweet then hair, that's dude. All, yeah, yeah. yeah, like they'll put some. You know, I, I there's a podcast I listen to every week and. Uh, Usually, like, right after an episode, so like they'll have a bunch of fan art that people made during the episode, and then all that will show up, and I'll send some to her once in a while, and I'll see that go up. And, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of feedback, and I think that's a very, very redeeming factor of Twitter, as opposed mm-hmm. to yeah. any, other, any other garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better than Instagram. Because of my Zanga account. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh... So, the NFL season just started. Yeah. And are you an NFL guy at all? Sort of. I mean, the team I root for, for is uh, my wallet oh. more than anybody else. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit who, who wins. Did I bet on him? All right, let's go. Sweet. Let's do it. Go Titans or whatever. Yeah, who is it? No, Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, go Jaguars. Yeah, them. Yeah. 
Which is weird though, because I even do the I even like do the betting games with other people where it's not necessarily this team wins over the other team. It's what's the last digit on oh, both really? scores. So you have, like, the scores. Like, oh, the spreads. And oh, stuff? yeah. Well, sort of, but it's like you know it's, the obtuse it's, bets of like well, something that there's almost no skill involved. Well, it, or there's the absolutely fir- no skill involved. Yeah, what'll yeah. be the first kind of score in a game or something like that? Sort of. Um, one specifically that I do a lot is it's a it's a, a ten by ten block. And one side, the like horizontal or vertical, are for the two different teams. And then each one, each row is the number zero through nine. And you write down your initials somewhere on a, oh, on a block. <laughs> and then at the end of each quarter, you take the last two digits of the teams, and whoever hits wins money. Wow, <laughs> it's so random. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is because you do the numbers for where it is. After everyone's put their initials in on the blocks, because the first guy's just gonna walk up and go seven seven and yeah. four four. No, yeah, you don't even know what numbers you're betting on until you've already wow. Bet. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so in the middle of a game, I could be you know just like use go Titans get a just a field goal, yeah. just get a field goal, <laughs> and then everybody stand for six minutes. Yeah, <laughs> just nothing but sacks and yeah. fucking no, no safeties. Nothing. Maybe Not a, a shooting in the crowd, something that distracts <laughs> the, the clock. Maybe like a national tragedy happens so at the end of the game, but yeah. Yeah, they admit that everything that happened will finish as it was. Nobody has yeah. to die, although I don't think they're going to waste six minutes if nobody dies. So maybe just a couple old people. Or maybe like a guy who deserved it. Like, you know, like he's really drunk and kind of rude. Something like that. Exactly. Philly fan. Something like that. <laughs> Philly sports fan. <laughs> but yeah, I won $250 on the Super Bowl last year. Oh, wow. Off of that stuff. Because you put you, you were the smart, you put the smart money on this is going to be a boring as fuck game. Yeah. You're like, this game's going to blow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, this one was a lot more skill-based, where it was a point system, where you had to bet at least half your points each week on the different teams. And if you hit, you doubled up, and if you lost, you lost your points or whatever. Um, and I actually put every single, as many points as possible into one game that I thought was the most sure bet, and the rest are just like, yeah, fucking two points. I don't give a shit. <laughs> 9,000 on this one, two on the rest of them. And I hit every single one of them in the wow. playoffs. <laughs> and when it came down to the Super Bowl, even if I had missed, I still would have won. Wow. Is there a lot of calculation going involved involved in that? No, it's just like I think this team's going to win over this team most. <laughs> so every point goes into this one. And what was the game you put the nine thousand points on? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. That, it was so far in the past. It's done. Like you, if you had come to me two days after the games and been like, "Who'd you bet on?" I was like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> like I think no. like a bird team. Yeah. That's who I bet on. Yeah, I bet on me, <laughs> and me's winning. <laughs> But if you guys uh, watch the game they just had, the opening night game, but the Panthers versus the Broncos, yeah. and it Cam Newton just takes like seven shots to the head, like just heard, yeah. damn it shots. They're so egregious, and the NFL was trying to make this big deal this season of like, all right, concussions are like a big deal. So concussion protocol, if we think a player has been hit badly in the head, we're going to take them out of the game, make sure our doctor checks them out. Did not happen at all with Cam Newton. He played the entire game after like five helmet to helmet shots. I was like, somebody has to stop this. Because this dude already talks like a fucking child on Instagram. Like, have you <laughs> ever seen this dude's Instagram account? It's complete gibberish to me. It's nothing but like that combination of leet speak, but like with that doesn't make sense, like A's where there shouldn't be any, and just it's complete garbage. I need to find like a tweet from his because it's. it's it's incomprehensible. He puts like sixes in there. It's like, what letter is that supposed to be? Yeah. Yo, the G button broken. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> tell me what you think that even says. 
in that description Here right there. Here we go. Whoa. <laughs> you, you assume someone's cat just got on their keyboard. Oh, it, it's... Wow. All right, this, is, this, is, this goes further than lead speak. This is like... These are like Nordic roofs. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's like letters with umlauts on them I didn't think could have umlauts. Yeah. He, he's... He, <laughs> I think his option key is just permanently held down <laughs> on, on his keyboard. So any any letter he punches is just the most absurd version of that letter. Yeah, it's just the way he, he has the A with the fucking triangle over it. It's like what? It's Venetian. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like look at this. Like how do you even tell like what he's saying? The sad part is it's decently legible. Homage still. to the yeah. legends. Yeah. Bow nose war eagle. <laughs> what would that mean? Yeah. I mean, I... Bo knows, is that a Bo Jackson reference? I don't think so. I don't know. What's a war eagle? I assume it's a team, but... I, oh. I don't know. I, I, I Honest to God, I don't know. It's it's a mystery to everybody. I mean, it seems like a lot of work. Yeah. You wouldn't think a professional football player would have. <laughs> There's actually a yeah. website I I mean, found. I guess when you're off for six months of the year... <laughs> There's actually a website I found where you can take regular text and type it into it, and it'll just translate into Cam Newton speak for you. It'll just turn it into the incomprehensible garbage that that's pretty cool. So that's almost worth it to just check out for that. It's like the John Travolta name generator. Yeah. Oh yeah. I we love that name. And it's just yeah. like Schmetterl uh, <laughs> Caldan. Oh, when he got the chick from Frozen name wrong. Yeah. Yep. yep. What was her? They tried to make it up by it's, like yeah. giving her a really creepy hug and like. Dude, yeah. It was Adina Menzel as Adele Dazim. Yeah, it's just like, what? Well, you're off by this much. There's no way they just threw you that name five seconds ago. Like, here, do this. Like, yeah, they definitely had to email you. Yeah. It's like he he showed up like two minutes before he's supposed to go on. It's like, all right, come on, John, you gotta get up here. By the way, you're introducing Adele Dazim. Let's go. Wait, who? What did they say? What's the name? Oh, that teleprompter's really far back. I didn't bring glasses. They make me look. They make me look old. Squinting like a motherfucker. A deal, disease. Adele Beckham, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even know she liked football. Oh, yeah. right. Wow, she's good for her. She won a Grammy. Good for her. It's pretty hot for a football player. She gets killed out there in the scrimmage. For example, Mikey, if he was to do your name, you would be Mitchell Leswis. It's not bad. <laughs> Leswis. That sounds like. It's lesbian and then something vaguely Jewy. Lesbian. I don't need to bother with mine. I'm assuming it's very similar on the same line. So. Odds are, I would imagine so. The fun of that name generator was that it came out like 12 hours after yeah. it happened. <laughs> Somebody was on the ball. It was like immediate. Yep. Someone knew what to, to capitalize on that for. <laughs> By the way, is I think Lennon Free is such a cool name. Is that your actual name? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I, I get that question all the time. Were your parents just total hippies? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> For a while, I denied it. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, they don't they do not do a lot of hippie stuff. But it's like, yeah, it's because they had me. Yeah. No, yeah. they were. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> They're like, yeah, they don't do a lot of hippie stuff. They talk to crystals a lot and ride around the van. <laughs> Pray to the moon gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a baby unit when I was a kid. That's what everyone had. Everybody had one of those, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. Talk to aliens. You know, they pee Skittles. It's so annoying, right, everybody? (laughs) Come on, right? Yeah, my childhood was amazing. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's a a great name to get into any kind of entertainment, though. It's fantastic. I don't need to dick around with a a fake name. Yeah. (laughs) It's... 
worked it, out. And what is free? Is it? I assume maybe it was like Friedman at one point I or something. I have no idea. I've 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 always wondered. Um, I th- I feel like it's that I have uh, English an English background of some kind. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to look it up. I've never cared enough to actually bother. The parents are like, you're children of the earth, moon child. Yeah. Don't worry about it. They're like, once we cleanse you in our moon glade, you don't have any of the oppressions of the past on you anymore. You're like, yeah, but are we Norwegian or what's going on? Can we, can we actually figure it out instead of making it? Is it um, after John Lennon? Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I get a lot more fans that way out of out of nowhere. They're like, your name's what? Yeah, yeah. I hit the lottery on names. <laughs> Yay, good for me. <laughs> you know, that's the thing where, you know, it's, it's, so many people have been like, such a cool name. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> Next conversation. <laughs> You're like, no, no, they're like, no, no, let's go back to your name. You're like, there's really not that much to discuss <laughs> on it. I said it's no. real. What's your, what's your middle name? Gravitron, but that's not... <laughs> Gravitron. What about it? What about it? <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. But no, it, it's a great name for wanting to do comedy. No. I, I, it's memorable. It's memorable as shit. Remember the first time I brought my brother to the uh, <clears throat> to the comedy zone? It was probably like yeah. my 20th time there. He signed up, and I was like, yeah, it's my brother. We're both signing up. He's like, what's your name, Christopher? Like, what's your last name? Larry. He's like, oh, so that's that's your real name? <laughs> like, he thought that was a stage name to take Hilarious and just cut off the H-I and <laughs> get rid of the U in there? It makes people think. Yeah, like, it's a real, like, you had to sit there and think for a moment of this elaborate wordplay we've apparently set up for our names as a comedy so thing. It is kind of smart. It, it, it is that moment where I've been like, because that's actually, like, if I ever have to, like, put a fake production company on anything, I always call it Hilarious Productions, and I'm like, should I just embrace it? Like, just go with the Hilarious thing at points? I, I absolutely detest it whenever someone's like, oh, you're hilarious. Get it? And I'm like, yeah, it's the millionth time. Yeah, no, those people should be shot. Yeah. 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 Unless you're super hot. That's the only thing. <laughs> bigger than me. No, it's all right. <laughs> you're okay. Yeah. But I feel like you need to, you can take it from them if you just, if you give it your power. Like, if you make it yours, then they... I embrace it for yeah, the cheesiness. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're like, no, it's like, uh... A hilarious comic coming up here, everybody. Then they can't hurt you anymore with their words, Mikey. <laughs> no, I'm just killing myself every day, <laughs> pushing that dagger further into my heart. I'm hilarious. <laughs> I think that's called being a comic, though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was got like, to a point. But how I was like, you prepared did, to live with? Did the booze help you live any better? <laughs> so hanging in there a little tougher. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you guys this question: What is the worst comedy show you guys have done? Uh, I did one at the Comedy Zone. It was like a typical night, 20 people there, yeah. 14 of them were comedians. Yeah. And then there was a bachelorette party there. Oh, no. Who kept talking during everybody's set, but every other comedian was kind of like, was just so happy that there were people there that weren't like, <laughs> you know, and they'd laugh at dumb jokes occasionally. So they're like, you girls are great. Huh? Where are you from? Oh, you whore. And they'd be like, ah. <laughs> I did a, I did my set and I wasn't particularly happy about them talking and yeah. like holding their own conversations because they were right in the front too and it of was course. five drunk white girls oh yeah and I made I called them heifers or something I don't remember like a heifer joke and they were just like boo you're mean and they just decided to boo me the rest of my set <laughs> and the whole rest of the crowd turned against me too those fucking assholes every comedian in there was like no we're embracing them because I haven't gone up yet. We need uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if I can win them over by booing this guy. And I ate dog shit for six minutes. It's, oh. <laughs> it's one of the worst sets I've ever had. That's rough. 
I didn't even I uh, like I taped it and didn't I, sh- I wish if I had any balls I would have kept it and still uploaded it anyway but at the time I was like I don't want people seeing this because all you're going to hear is like boom <laughs> Uh, the worst stand-up I think ever went was probably that the audition for that contest that we did because I remember the Catch a Rising Star yeah. what a grandiose <laughs> name oh, really yeah. I remember uh, the set I did before it actually went well so I was like I'm just going to do the same set again like it, it worked really well right. and I remember it just did, ate nothing but shit the entire time that just got sucks. nothing but I, separately than that I did a podcast once and I considered it a live podcast I was at a convention MAGFest down in Alexandria Cool. And I was down with my co-host, who's normally in Florida, so we don't ever get to actually be in the same room to do it. Yeah. So I remember tweeting out, like, hey, guys, we're going to do one. And I remember talking to one of the like convention staff, and he's like, yeah, I, there's a room we have that's empty. We can, and it was kind of like a little bit of an ordeal, like, find a room we could use. But he's like, I can get you set up in there. So we, like, go in there and get it set up. And there's one girl who's been following us for a while, and we're like, hey, if you want to come to the show, like, we're going to try to get people in there. And I remember tweeting out, like, five times. No one shows up except this girl. So it's this huge... Like, imagine a room probably twice the size of this full of chairs with nobody there. And we're up on, like, a DS. Like, we're up on a dais. And we have a camera set up that she's right next to. And God love her. She tried for so long, but she fell asleep. And you can definitely hear on the recording, like... Oh, that's great. Like there's, oh. So there's no audience reaction, and you just occasionally hear snoring going on. As, like, we're trying to, like, subtly make loud noises to, like, wake her up to stop her from snoring without uh, alerting everyone to the fact that there's nobody in this room. Oh, that's a wonderful tale. <laughs> that's like, awesome. It was just like, oh, don't fall asleep. I almost need to listen to it. <laughs> we put it up. I think we just, you know, it's out there. I think now it's only an audio format, though, so... You just hopefully I drowned out the snoring enough. I'll have to check it out. And, and he said where I had to follow Heath, especially in like his early days where he would just lose an audience for eight minutes. Not the queef. <laughs> With blowing it out the box. You and I have very different definitions of blowing it out the box. <laughs> Doing a six-minute set with no punchline and then ending it with a racist joke about the president. <laughs> and then forcing me to follow that. It's it not blowing to, it out the box. It needs to be described who Heath is for the audience listening. Oh, listening. Um, that's, gonna, a, that's hard. I'm going to go... <laughs> Mid forties, former crystal meth addict who fell into a dumpster behind a banana republic. Because <laughs> you know what? One sort of embarrassing thing about Heath was he would still dress better than me. Like if you just ask two chicks, like who's dressed better, and I would always be in shorts and a t-shirt, and he'd be in like a Gap sweater for some reason. And so I'd be like, well, I guess him. I mean, even though he's got lice. <laughs> Yeah, if you need to picture what Heath looks like, hard drugs is the first thing that, yeah. that needs mentioning. Did yeah. not did not leave him unscathed. And you assume <laughs> that he's either under the effects or the effects have just rattled him so much that it's just permanent. It's, yeah, I assume he's done. Uh, meaning like hard drugs. I did meet probably at the Cove like an old uh, I forget who it was. It was but an older guy that he was writing a comic book about Keith or oh. Heath. Yeah, you're talking about um, Ben T. Steckler. Yes. Doing the Heath Wachemeyer comic book. Yeah. yeah. And he said he was he flew to Colorado to like pitch it, maybe, or something, and paid for yeah. Heath to come with him. And yeah. Heath just like, Heath was sneaking, allegedly. I was, Obviously, I don't have any yeah. background knowledge. Allegedly, he was trying to sneak weed onto the plane into Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> to fly from a state where it's illegal, to fly into a state where it's perfectly legal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, but this one's mine. <laughs> but this one could be in my train. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he said, like, it's a six-hour plane ride with Heath. <laughs> I was like, I, absolutely, not even for money. Not even for money. It, was, I couldn't think of a price. 
Oh, man. It's hard to describe him so much because it was so much of like an experience. Like anytime I brought people to see the stand, I was always like, "All right, so Heat's the last one going up. I know you're tired. For the love of God, stay for this. <laughs> it's a draw. It's an oh, experience. Yeah. Like, it's an experience. Like you won't believe. You're not gonna laugh unless it's like unintentionally. Like I love Heath. Yeah. But it was always like a weird thing where everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck's happening?" For like the first yeah. ten minutes, and then eventually you fall in love with the routine where you're just like, "This oh, is yeah." Worse. Because it's, it's him coming up, and it's a lot of jokes that don't have punchlines or don't lead into one another, and yeah. it's always punctuated by his laugh. Uh-huh. As he's, like, up uh-huh. on stage, like, you got the laugh uh-huh. down perfect. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, cocking his hip as he's up on stage, like, bending with the mic. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the thumbs. Oh, you got it all, man. If he dies, <laughs> which is entirely possible, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can buy the act. You can be the too. Like Gallagher. And then I guess his most recent update was coming on the stage with a bread costume, like a yep. slice of bread costume, and just doing bread-related puns. And by most recent update, we mean three years ago. <laughs> it was last summer. He was at the Cove trying to get into a contest, and supposedly he was yeah. telling people in the bread costume, mm-hmm. if I don't win, if I don't get in this... He didn't win. He didn't even get into the finals. Yeah, which was too bad. Yeah, which I think, for shot, compared to like the amount of boring white guys like me that all had kind of the same act, like you could definitely have squeezed room for Heath, but... Oh, yeah. He told anyone he was going to retire if he didn't even make it oh. into that. But just to watch him in two cardboard slices of bread and be like, well, I want to die when I get to heaven. I can hang out with Robert Bradford. And the four or five people that all took out their phone to check, like, did Robert Redford die? <laughs> and he's like, yes, and this is how you heard about it. A man in a bread costume. And just so you know, he's on, like, version four of that bread costume. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Something keeps happening to the old ones and he upgrades. Like a better styrofoam, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> what happens to them? Like, wear and tear? <laughs> He's got to take those things off the road, man. the Greyhound. Yeah. He's like, well, I also use this when I'm dancing outside of Subway. So. Why do the homeless roommates keep thinking they can eat it? $5 foot schlong. Uh, yeah. I remember the one yeah. time, for some reason, the zone had like a fair amount of black people in the crowd. Hmm. Like I think there was one black guy doing open mic, and his entire family came out for it. Yeah. And he and he still keep kept on insisting. I'm doing this joke that even when it was no black people in the crowd, no one laughed at it. This one about Barack Obama, like when he was born, his doctor must have been Chinese. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you have a Barack baby. <laughs> And no, and he got like a couple of faint boos from like older members of the, the, the family. I'm like, what? No. Read your audience, man. That joke's never worked for you. Not once. I think I'd be more disappointed if he hadn't done it. I'd be like, no, it's yeah. very it much wouldn't a be grief to just, <laughs> it just not care and just do that joke regardless. It's just bravery now. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag bravery. Or if he can even see the crowd, honestly. <laughs> but you know what? When you have him on like an actual show. Show like a real, like a real thing. He does very well. Really? Yeah. Because I put him on a show where there was, you know, it's maybe twenty-five people in the audience or whatever, and he was the third comic out of four. He did great, and it's mostly all the same stuff, but it, it's almost like it's got like a little extra polish to it somehow. Yeah. He's like, like, he's, like he's trying harder. He's like, I've nailed down this Barack Blade again. <laughs> yeah. I just try out different variations for you, no next. Oh yeah. I remember seeing him when he started. It was all written down on a notebook, and he would hunch yeah. over a stool. Yeah, and it was brutal because he'd lose his page constantly and have to start over. That's one, of and it was always running the clock. They were literally yeah. like smacking him over the head with the flashlight. By the end, like, you're done, you're done, get off. God, that is one of the most brutal things. Of like, it's like if it's someone's first or second time, you get kind of used to it. But when someone's up there and has like a full notebook of pages, Oof. and they completely like, and they're starting to eat shit. So they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'll just skip ahead." So they switch the pages around, <laughs> and then yeah. they lose place, and they're like, 
hold on. No, I guess I don't have anything else. It's just like, oh, <laughs> that man. is the worst. When, and it's like 30 seconds of silence, except for them just like flipping a, like a page guy. At that point, you just gotta say no, because nothing's gonna save you after the 30 seconds of silence. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there's, there's no tater no, salad there's no in joke. there. Yeah, yeah, there's no joke that'll do you it. You just lead back in with your, you're like, yeah. just Richard Pryor stole the material at that point. You're like, I gotta do something. <laughs> I've never hit it, but if I ever hit 10, where it took me to remember a joke, I'd probably just be like, you know what, I'll just stop wasting everybody's time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like the most brutal thing to watch. That's that's a moment where I'm almost like, you know, like it's illegal to kill somebody, but like, come on, euthanasia has to be allowed. This is a, this is a situation for this, because yeah. this is going to be a rough night for this dude afterwards. Exactly. And you hear someone going, what else? Like, come on now. What, what else? What else? <laughs> what else? Like, you either had material or you yeah. didn't. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You thought a strike a bolt, like the seven words you can't see on television was going to hit you while like, you were up there? Like, he was going to look around, he was just going to be like... So mozzarella sticks are kind of weird, right? Not really sticks, when you think about it. I mean, I guess they are. What else? Oh, shit. What else? <laughs> Ranch Nera. Someone should trademark that. You're like, shut the fuck up! Stop telling them! It already is. You owe me a nickel. <laughs> Black dude next to me. What was that? I said nickel. <laughs> nickel. The people I always feel bad for are the ones who... Uh, like an open mic setting, mostly. Um, where everybody's doing really, really well... Except for this one guy, yeah, mm. and he's just not—it's just not happening for him. It's—it's—it's it's, it's sad to watch. Yeah. You're like, oh, just pull a gun You've out. You've been that like the first few times you did it, oh, like you could tell you were the least polished person there. And oh, there. absolutely, yeah. Um, but, but like I was—I I don't know if this was before where we start before we started. I've—I've I've lost track of time. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be like 2008, maybe. The, yeah. Uh, well, there's a there's a great mic up in Lewisburg uh, on Thursday nights. Uh, I think it's called at the Brasserie or something like that. Um, there were like twenty comics there or something like that, all doing three minutes because they were also going to yeah. do a feature and a headliner spot oh, that night. So you guys came down from New York and it was great. Every single person slayed. It was wow. incredible, except one guy. Oh God, who got like silenced the entire time? It was so bad. Oh, oh that's right. it's almost impossible. Like scientifically, the crowd's just got to be so prone to laughter. Like you can't go three minutes. Yeah, it's rough. And what especially sucks is, you know, most of the comics are like hanging out in the back area of what you know to watch the rest of the show, or yeah. rather than you know sitting up front where all the crowd is and and everybody like that. Um, as each person's coming, you know, everyone's going, "All right, man, great set, that's great." And this guy comes back, and you're like. Do I say it? Do, <laughs> That's, I, do I? Am I going to look shitty saying I, it? That has yeah. always yeah. been like the most awkward part of like yeah. after a cl- after like a like a the finished like open night or something like that's gone on. You see the different guys. There are always like the couple that you know that didn't do very well and yeah. didn't, and it's like that awkward moment where you're like, do I say like good job yeah. or is that douchey or my douchey if I just completely go by them like they don't yeah. need another reminder that yeah. it didn't go well. Do I send them a my condolences? Yeah. Card? Do I like pat yeah. them on the back like hey, it's okay, it's man. Right. There, there. Next time <laughs> you'll recover. Yeah. I'm. It's not your fault. Barack it's not maybe your you'll fault. work next time. <laughs> <laughs> Smack them on the back of the sandwich board. You got this one, champ. The most embarrassing, uh, the biggest burn is when you uh, tell another guy like. Hey man, great sweat or a great set. And you're like, 
Thanks. <laughs> like, oh, I really left myself open. Like, I yeah. just put my hands to my side and was like, just punch me in the face. It's hard. It's, it's awful. That's some, the comedians are usually awkward people to interact with in the first place. It's an odd mix of very bitter or very, like, friendly. Yeah. So, so have, trying to have that interaction with a, a comic, it's going to be, a, it's, it's a roll of the dice yeah. with every interaction. Yeah. How's it going to go? Half of them are like, every guy in here is my enemy because they think they're funnier than me. Like, it's some Highlander show. Shit. Like there's only one of us that's going to do well tonight. <laughs> Have you ever done uh, in front of a black crowd, like a, yes. a black audience? I, I generally do well. Have you? Interestingly, Have you? yeah. Really? There was a guy who used to do who used to book a bunch of shows in like the York Lancaster area named uh, Stan Tunnell, and he was a black guy. He booked a lot of black rooms, and he was a fan of me, so he uh, would put me on a couple shows every now and then. I usually found success. Um, there was a show where nobody did well whatsoever. Oh, God. <laughs> and so that one, that one, that was a short that's night for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's one where everyone does five instead of ten. <laughs> and, uh, that was just a little rough, but usually I, I've done pretty well. That's great. I, I thought. I don't think I've ever heard you do a gay joke. I can't say that I have one. Yeah, that's usually, that, that's usually it'll sink you pretty fast in front of a black crowd. Yeah. I remember you did uh, the one at the, uh, it's on 22, I guess at that point, stage. Cafe Bistro or Cafe Bistro. Bistro. Yeah, it used oh. to be like an old veteran's diner, and then right. they changed it to Cafe Bistro, did like open mic one night, and it was like... Two minutes from our house. It was so sweet. Yeah. That's it was, awesome. It was probably like 10 people went on, two of them were black, and then it was a bunch of white comedians. And I remember the last guy who goes on... It's like actually gets like work as like a good stand up in the area. He's a funny guy. Have you seen? That? But, yeah, there's like this commercial for a funeral home, Muscleman's Funeral. I only see it watching MSN like the news in the morning. Okay, I forget what his name is, but it's like there's a funeral at it's at the Comedy Zone, and it's okay. like what came first, chicken or the egg? I say Edgar came first, as he points to this like casket, and the guy's like widows. They're like, I don't think Edgar would have liked this. And it's like, come to Muscleman's, where we'll treat you with respect. It's a, such a bizarre commercial, but go ahead. He, he was at that, and he was the one, he was the finishing stand-up. And okay. as the night had gone on, especially once the two black comedians had went, you could tell a lot of the interest in the crowd had started to sway away to just talking to each other and just went away mm-hmm. from the stand-up. He was the last one that went up, no interest in him at all. Already like, turned the, the music back up. The, cra- yeah, the crowd <laughs> already turned the music back up. And I give him balls because he refused to let that, like, to sway them from paying attention to his stand-up. Yeah. So he kept calling attention to, like, this chick doesn't care what's going on, do you? And it was like, everyone's up there, supposed to be up there for ten minutes. He probably went for about 25. Oh, God, just that's no, awful. Just no one had, like, no one cared anymore. Like, no one was going to, like, flash No one even knew down. he was on. <laughs> yeah, like, it just kept like the guys on. running it had already moved on to the bar and <laughs> were, like, drinking and having dinner. <laughs> it just went on for so long of him just going on. And Wade, maybe? Where's the, where's the fucking logic in that? <laughs> like, nobody's listening to me. I'll triple my time yeah. instead. How about that? I'm yeah. dying, and I'm yeah. only catering to four people, two yeah. of them are my friends. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was basically like me and my brother and then his two friends we were the white people in the crowd. It was a lot of jokes at towards us, essentially. Yeah. And then just every so often being Bring like, a droopy dog hey, you guys want to pay attention to some stand-up up here? Something like that. It's just like, is oh. how long has this been going on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on a work night. That's awful. <laughs> You're not getting any feedback here. You're not learning <laughs> Anything from this set? There's no. Yeah, uh, it was not. it was just such an experience of just like I don't know if I could ever do. I feel like after two minutes of getting nothing, I would just be like, I'm sorry for wasting your time, and I just would have ran out of the stage. Like I'd just break a hole through the wall, like yeah. a, like a Looney Tunes cartoon, just there'd be a big me shaped hole in the walls. I've just left in embarrassment. 
there was a, a fortunate show that I did once like that where I was going to do 15 minutes. Uh, I was the second comic up, and the first guy did five minutes when I was like at a bar. This was a bar. Yeah. They, they're paying attention. Wasn't too bad. After five minutes, they just didn't care for him anymore. He did like eight minutes and was like, whatever. I'm doing two minutes um, of nobody listening. And the person who books the show and the person who booked me on the show uh, came up and they said, uh, yeah, we're just going to stop doing comedy. And I got paid a hundred bucks for two, wow. three, two minutes. Uh, that's pretty sweet yeah. in the sense of getting paid, but it was like, It's like the sense of we're going to stop doing comedy. Like we're just yeah. gonna stop. We're just never. This is not going well. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be my story for the worst comedy show that I've done. But it was the worst comedy show I've done in the way that it was one of the best comedy shows that I've ever been to. And I will always remember it for as long like, as I, I live. I wish every night could be like exactly. that. Two minutes of work for Hunter Bucks. It was such a crapshoot <laughs> of, of an entire night. And a, such a shilly put together show. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Have you ever been booed off stage? No, I have not. I still haven't either. I feel like once I should have that happen. Yeah. Because it's got to be like something like, can you rebuild yourself after that? Or is that you just like, no, nope, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That would be... <laughs> like the idea of like people throwing like garbage at me. <laughs> what's, the, what's the raciest joke you've ever done then? Because you assume that would be what would get you off. Like after a shitty set and then you just drop in like a joke that just did not land at all. It was way too offensive. I did a set that was going pretty well. It was actually a decent crowd. And um, I don't know. It was a joke about like being like running on the treadmill. And I hit like mile three or four and like every fart I have in me just starts like rocketing out. <laughs> and then if I have to poop, it's like it almost if it if there's anything in there at all, it becomes like an emergency. And I was like, I was just running. And then my stomach's like. Oh, oh, nigga, you need to get to the bathroom. And I <laughs> needlessly put the, the nigga in there. It didn't add anything to the joke. And this one white girl that was with me the whole set was like, <laughs> and everybody kind of went with her. And it like the next two jokes got just dis- crushed in people booing me. And uh, but then the last couple jokes I managed to win back enough. I wouldn't say it was like a total bomb, but That's that was good. definitely like, oh man, I that, I misread. And here's the problem: I didn't sell it at all. Yeah. I said it like my stomach was like yo nigga we need to go to the bathroom like, I said it with no confidence whatsoever I said it as a guy that was like sheepishly like and I think that was it you're like do you think they'll know it's like that Chris Rock joke like you wanna maybe kind of uh, suck my dick like no I ain't sucking your dick <laughs> nah you gotta say that with the, with the confidence yeah you really put it out. it's gotta be the word of the joke like, oh maybe. little white girl just turned on me <laughs> there was a uh, have you ever played the game Jade Empire? Mm-mm. It was on the uh, it was on the Xbox. It was made by Bioware. This is okay. before they did Mass Effect, but after they did Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. And it was set like in ancient China. It was based on like uh, all that kind of you know martial arts mysticism. I did a let's play of that game on Twitch, and I decided I would do it in a character. So I did it as Furious Mini. Who did and I did the entire let's play of the game like oh hey everybody stupid oh. white boy I did what had to have been twenty five hours of it oh god and 
I look back and people watched it, but I have to look back and I'm like, thank God recordings of that I don't believe exist anymore because it's so shameful that I did 25 minutes of just racist Asian material. Wait, for minutes so- or hours? Oh, hours. Okay. I did. I finished right, the yeah. game. I finished the whole oh, game. It was a long game. Oh, God. Yeah, and the entire time, be like, Donstone, you shut up. Nobody like you. Oh, hurrah. Oh, hurrah. <laughs> that was the entire thing. I only broke character once during a really hard boss fight because like, fuck this goddamn elephant god. And then I kicked the shit out of him, and I was like, all right, I'm back now, everybody. Hooray! <laughs> I, I was like, Furious Mini, it sounds like kind of a cool name from, like, the Warriors or something. But this, know, right? Not this version. <laughs> so it's almost become this black eye I just carried with me that every so often I'll have to bring it up on the manga podcast. They do like, oh, maybe Furious Mini should show up here. And everyone's like, no. Not, if you have a run for that. office, like, later on in your life, like, God, I hope nobody finds that. And nobody <laughs> finds Furious Mini, because that's really going to lose me the Asian vote. Definitely. <laughs> Your campaign is just over. Yeah, the Korean vote. There goes the Korean vote. Mm. <laughs> I've actually considered doing, trying to do a Let's Play in a, as a character the entire time just to see how it would go. It would be tough. Do you a character in the chamber? Um, sort of. It's, 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 a, it's a character of an already existing man who's like a, like a piece of shit the guy from the internet that oh, okay. hardly anybody likes anymore, but he's, he's got a voice that's like... He says a couple words a little weird, so it, it, if I can slip those in as much as possible, it would. I think it might make it work. I don't know. It's something I'd have to try every once in a while to see how it goes. I'll figure it out. Who's the, who's the guy? His name is Brett Keen. He is that. one of the original atheists of YouTube, okay. and was popular once that launched. Uh, and now he's kind of like a like a nobody piece of shit who <laughs> does a lot of shady things. Uh, uh, <laughs> Setting the atheist movement back a bit. <laughs> a, little, a little bit, yeah. Well, he's a Christian now, because oh. Christians gave him money. Uh, <laughs> and then not too long ago, uh, another popular YouTube atheist gave him money, and then he was an atheist briefly. Wow. And now he's a Christian again. Ooh. That's pretty shady. <laughs> buying his business practices. Literally selling and buying your soul back. <laughs> yeah. He's mostly known for such a white shirt of individual. Uh, and just slip it, and it sounds like an odd version of Mr. Plinkett almost. <laughs> you know, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's, a little, that's a little close. It's Mr. Plinkett. Uh, Red Letter Media did these reviews of Star Wars, the first yep. of the prequel movies, and it's done in like this voice, and it's a character too, of like, Star Wars prequels are the most disappointing thing since my son. Oh. And they just like, it, and he goes in to explain all the issues yep. with them, but just like, it'll also be like, you know, women should be respected and put in your dungeon at night. Like he just like there's weird, like a weird serial killer oh, side wow. of him that actually comes, close. that comes out in the like in the like uh, reviews at points. It's it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, the one the one thing that people always like about the impression of him though is that in, in any word that has the 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 sound on in it, it he says as orn. Orn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm going orn line for some fucking Skyrim. Um, the disappointing thing is that his wife's name is Dawn. Oh, <laughs> Dawn. So she's Dorn. Dorn. The internet knows her as Dorn. <laughs> the brutal part about doing it in characters, you have to do like a voice like that for so long. That's what's holding me back from just recording it like right now. <laughs> I did a, I did a, a Let's Play on Fire Emblem 7, I think it was. Oh, yeah. And I did voices for every character, and that just tears Ooh. you apart by the end of it. Because <laughs> But like by the time the actual match, like the game started, I'd be like, I can't talk a whole lot, so I'm just gonna be doing actions and hope yeah. that the cutscene doesn't come up anytime soon. <laughs> um, do you guys remember from the Comedy Zone the comedian Charlie Charnego? Yeah, 
I, he's one of the voices that I do for one of the characters in Donkey Kong 64. The guy in the Crocs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, he's the, he's the voice I use for the parrot. That comes really? Out. Well, what the Donkey Kong got got the fucking banana. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually a really good voice. Not bad. But instead Brownie says he can fucking make brownies. <laughs> instead of squat, he goes, folks. It's great. Yeah. What would happen to him? Uh, he's on the radio now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, as far as I know. I don't know what that means necessarily. He took, he I don't remember. I, 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 I don't remember. I think he does, like, sports or something on I some radio that. station yeah. or something. I'd love for him to do podcasts. Yeah. Because he's, he's, like, ultra-conservative. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? really? To the point where it's super unbearable. I would have never guessed. Yeah. Uh, no, he, and he's, like... He's, <laughs> Like slightly racist too. Something not ultra conservative about the slices of lasagna he takes for dinner. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but he, he's got got that touch of racism in him. Wow. Um, so he he doesn't get comedy gigs. He stopped doing comedy because uh, nobody fucking book him anymore. He uh, pissed off everybody. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he's moved on. I would love to hear like a half hour Charlie Charnego podcast every week. Oh, like a Bill Burr Monday morning, just yeah. him alone talking into a mic. Yep. It would be. Beautiful. <laughs> Could happen. I bet if you have a few shekels to throw at him, he probably <laughs> it, would, I, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd love it though. Wouldn't have to pay for much bandwidth. <laughs> I, I got it. Sorry, I have to before I forget this. I saw this at the grocery store. Don't. It's the only picture, so no need to scroll back and forth. <laughs> oh, that? Dick, dick, dick. <laughs> That's a weird. None, none of those are it. It's a. Ghost with a plunger, the joking John, the toilet ghost, and uh, it's on the it's at the it's at the grocery store. Okay, and it's at least one of them's on the display one. So the first time I walked by, it's like trick or treat, have a seat. I was like, okay. And then the one's like, ooh, I have a feeling it's about to get spooky in here. Yeah, yeah. Who needs this thing? Who's who? Who envisioned... Who had this nugget of an idea? I went, yeah, no, this will sell millions. I'm on it. Here we go. And who's the idiot who seconded this? Because the guy who came up with this idea isn't the manufacturer. Somebody looked at us and said, this is a great idea, and went to somebody else, and they said... Yeah, I'm all in. This There's is great. A bunch of confused children in Taiwan making putting these things together. Like <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, I, I, what? I, I, I had I so it. much more money and time right now. The best idea I could have, I would buy a shit ton of them. I'd buy like thirty of those, so and cool. then I would I wouldn't podcast Wedding while. Gifts. I would start. <laughs> I, I would just hide them in Terry's house. Our sister Terry just hide them in her house, and just every time she finds <laughs> one. I just sneak into the house the next day and put another one somewhere else. So it's just her walking around the house and it's like, things are going to get spooky in here. I heard I wanted to barf. <laughs> They're even so like nauseous. It's so life. good. Like it's spooky? So, you mean poopy? <laughs> so like revolting. I want to see that thing pitched on Shark Tank. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Mark Cuban just so, staring at yeah. the guy like he's just asked him like for solicitation. Like what? I'll take seven right now. Yeah. I'll take seven of them. Sorry, 7,000. Yeah. My mistake. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot a couple zeros. I didn't come on Shark Tank to sell seven. <laughs> I could have done that at the Target. I could have done that outside the studio. <laughs> just some of the, some products. That's a I, weird one. I just don't, I don't get Can it. Can you send me that image then? Yeah. Because yeah. I might have to send that. There's a podcast I do that they talk you about. You go to just, the other, you go to the giant on Union Deposit, right? No, I've started going to the one on 22. Oh, that's, I'm curious if it's at all of them. 
Like I couldn't. I'm shopping for food. <laughs> like my appetite's at like a peak high. That's, that's an impulse buy. Somebody, somebody thought. So. I, yeah, I, I didn't think I needed one of these, but I think I do. I, I think, think I, I get need the running ghost commentary while yeah. I'm taking a dump yeah. in September. Yeah. You know, I don't know what Christmas wants for Christmas. So maybe, maybe this will be it. Three months after <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> And you, oh, ooh, it's about to get spooky in here. It's so revolting, just the idea of, like, I'm calling like, that spooky, like, diarrhea whips. Just, like, I just, like, I'm rushing into the bathroom and the ghost is like, ooh, it's going to be a howling one tonight. I almost feel bad for the ghost. Must like, be a full moon. That's my life. Like, what if that's, like, I have a oh, great-grandfather, God. like, that really got on the shitty end of the karma specter and, like, that's what he got reborn as? I'm the toilet ghost. I want to be at that pitch bean at Hallmark where yeah. I'm the guy who comes and I'm like, got an idea for you guys. It's a little bit questionable, but I think America's ready for a ghost that you plug into your wall and makes Halloween-related toilet puns at you while you're trying to take a dump. <laughs> I will take questions now. We're gonna sell what? Them? Yes, this is a great idea. All right, now you rest of yours. <laughs> so it'd only be sold at, like, Spencer's, right? Like, novelty kind no. of places? No, mainstream grocery <laughs> stores where children and the elderly also go. Not, but next, right to, next to greeting cards, next to food and stuff. Yes, next to food, next to everything that you could possibly need to eat and keep you appetized. It's going to be right next to them, wedding screaming whistle. out, farting, pooping, Halloween-related jokes when we release this. September, of course. Capitalize right on that market. I've got to I've got to check to see one who makes it and how many different quotes it has because I have never been able to make it past like ooh it's about to get scoop spooky in here it's so it's so heinous like I have to like run away how much does this thing cost that I don't know okay if it's, if like, it's five not if it's damn affordable if it's like five dollars I'd have to almost consider it <laughs> just for like a week of like every time I go into the bathroom getting that like <laughs> sounds like a big thing is coming I still like the idea of giving it to people for Christmas yeah <laughs> well, oh. it'll be great around St. Patrick's Day it's still got like the big Clarence sticker right it's on top like of it. <laughs> your New Year's gift to yeah. them I couldn't even be bothered to take the 95% off sticker <laughs> That's how little I care about you. Just wait till November. It'll be like a dollar twenty-five. It'll be that sweet week before they throw them all out. So I'll really have to like. Move. Yeah. I'll have to pounce on that. <laughs> like it's a I gotta clean out the trunk. I'll be back. <laughs> we gonna do this in three trips. We gotta, we gotta sell all these things now before we get out the turkey plunger one. Sadly, someone's about to be naughty in there. Oh, 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 like, oh, Santa, no. Uh, you're, not, uh, you're not supposed to actually be aware you're watching me while I'm pooping. <laughs> I'm going to drop this, uh, and let's see if this joke just, like, plummets immediately. Okay. Have you heard of the Justice League cast announcements? Yes. Willem Dafoe as Volko, don't know, some Aquaman secondary character, uh, and Amber Heard as Queen Mera whose powers include burning dinner and not getting off my damn back. I'll take the trash out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. Yeah, poor It me. is Amber Heard, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she got a rough She got a rough deal out of things. I know, she just got cast in the new Justice League. I mean, even if it's a giant pile of shit, I'm sure it still pays well. I was going to say, uh, how bad could things be going? <laughs> she's, a, she's a character how, nobody knows in Justice League. She's how a, bad could a third DC movie possibly be? Yeah, yeah. it'll be the, the fourth, first two right? went so well. <laughs> it'll be the fourth because the Wonder Woman uh, could still shit the bed. Well, technically, because I have faith oh, we're counting Man of Steel. Steel. We're uh, counting Man of Steel. I have faith in Wonder Woman. I can't. I I want it. It's hard. 
It's I hard can. to, but I do. I don't. She's. I don't find her that good of an actress. Like I didn't care for her acting scenes in Man of Steel, and that's going to be so much of this movie. It's going to be I her and Chris okay. Pine going to be. I mean, Wonder Woman's kind of stoic. A lot it's of not, pe- yeah, a lot of people have praised her. I thought she was okay. Yeah, I thought she was one of the better parts. Now she's sparingly used as well. Right. Yeah, parts. like that's the thing. You saw what, what like ten minutes of her yeah. in that. Like this is going to be a yeah. full like almost two hour movie of her with not a lot of humor it seems like I mean the action scenes I think are going to be solid as they're going to be but yeah it's it's the rest of that stuff that has me like ugh I'm optimistic it I mean they talk awful it's like wow it's taken two Thor movies before I'm finally optimistic that the third one might be pretty good yeah like, the other ones are like true. okay this one it's like this is DC's Thor essentially like you had to put such an archaic kind of character in. Mm-hmm. more or less but a lot of people have wondered why there hasn't been a Wonder Woman movie for a long time now and that there's finally going to be one I think it's going to draw a lot of attention yeah at least you'd hope it'll, it'll get hard. attention it's, it, 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 think if it's bad attention then there's never going to be yeah, another female not, well, exactly, well, exactly. Movie. well they'll do they'll do Captain Marvel regardless I don't think anything like that will change but who is it? Captain Mar- uh, Brie Larson's going to be playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, be, I, I don't know. She she was good in the room. Probably not as scantily or tight as an outfit as I'd imagine. Uh, I think it's going to be like her modern one, which is like a full suit. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, it's a nice outfit. Yeah. I, I know nothing about like the Captain Marvel like storyline or villain, so I have no idea what the movie mm, I know about. where it intertwined with the X-Men. That's about yeah, it. I, know, I, like, I don't touch. I know like the base stuff of her being Miss Marvel and having Kree DNA and then yes. became It's like a toned down Superman, right? Powers-wise. A little bit. A little Wise, bit, yeah. Strength. Energy, like, energy yeah. powers. Like she can shoot yep. energy beams. Giant cans. She's essentially de- like Marvel's closest thing to like, uh, a Superman-esque character. So well, no, you, have you ever heard of Hyperion? Well, yeah. I mean, there's actually like, direct <laughs> copy of yeah. but I mean like within the Avengers group, she's Okay. the closest thing they have to like a Superman kind of powerhouse yeah pretty much so did you see um, your Batman casting news though no I feel like you're about to faint Uh-oh. I might have to set you prop you up here Liam Neeson's back as well no. as cool. maybe even better for you new Batman movie villain is going to be Deathstroke played by John DeMere De- that super hot dude you like super hot dude I like that dude you were like with his shirt off would be hotter than Chang. Oh, Tatum. the guy from True Blood. True Blood. I don't know how great of an actor he is. <laughs> no, this is supposed to cause you to faint. You're, I mean, you're, I like that. I like sweating. the sweating. Death strokes in there though. It's weird to see that. That's who they went with though. Is the villain? Yeah, like it's weird because Batman has such an eclectic group of villains that are just his that I yeah. don't consider Deathstroke a part of that. I don't no. either. Like he would be like somebody. I'm like, all right, we've done six Batman movies at this point. Yeah. Now I guess let's do Deathstroke. But he was made kind of like to be the antithesis of Batman. Or I mean, no, he was made to be a Teen Titans villain. Yeah, but yeah. he was based on he's Batman if Batman's evil. Kind of a little bit, yeah. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. No way. But, but it, it is odd that you're going, like, like you've got 20 people you could use in what is, I'm assuming, probably going to be largely kind of a throwaway spot for yeah. a bad guy. So to put him in there seems kind of odd. Yeah. yeah. It's a little strange. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Like, I can't help but be excited because I love Slave, especially for, like, the Teen Tartans cartoon, if you ever watched that uh, when you were younger at all. Love it. That I'm, he was such a badass in that cartoon that I, that, I, yeah. I fell in love with that character from it. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'll be kind of curious to see how that one goes. He's going to be huge. I mean, that guy's going to be so... I mean, Ben Affleck's pretty tall, but Joe Mang and whatever, Bob. Maganelli. Like, it's like a solid, like, 260. It's just all muscle. <laughs> yeah, but that's almost what you want. At least you could finally avoid, like, finally we're going to have a Batman that isn't taller than Bane. It's not Willem Dafoe well, squeezed yeah. into that Hobgoblin outfit. Or Goblin. <laughs> I heard a, a rumor that I guess... The recently, 510 Bane. That is the best example. <laughs> that recently got confirmed if they were... If, 
Spider-Man 3 hadn't sucked out loud. So the plans for Spider-Man 4 was that yeah. Bruce Campbell was going to be revealed to be Mysterio. Oh, uh, really? And that was because Bruce Campbell was in those movies. Yeah. He was going to be revealed to have been Mysterio, and Mysterio would be the villain in the fourth one. I think Vulture like, was involved, too. Yeah, yeah, I could see them doing it, because they were definitely starting to pick up adding more villains and do it, too. Mm-hmm. But that, oh, yeah, they were definitely going for the sinister sex. I, I've always kind of wanted to see Mysterio in a movie. Same here. I always yeah. be interesting. I liked him. I've He's always good. liked him. Especially in, like, a movie. That feels like the right thing. A dude who's about special effects in a, like, as a time. No powers movie. whatsoever. When we've yeah. hit on special effects being as awesome as they are, like... That could be intense. That meta, almost, notion of the special effects we're seeing and the special effects of that. Fishbowl could be tough to translate now. The fishbowl might be a little hard, but I almost maybe you just don't even show a face in it then, and you can do you can even yeah, see the Yeah, like the blank from or, Dick or you Tracy. just or you just show enough that you see a silhouette of a face, which is usually how you kind of see it in the cartoons and things like. You that. You never saw yeah. Dick Tracy, did? I've like seen the, bits and pieces of it. Movie Madonna's character was like the blank, which was just a solid white face that you couldn't see anything past. And the critters actually had this too, but um, it's kind of, there's something kind of. Ominous about not being able to see any facial features at all. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, you can't read them at all. You can't. That is like a creepy thing when something has no face, but it's like moving. Like, oh, I think if I'm remembering it correctly, it's mostly just can you see their eyes or not? Yeah, and that's a big selling point on being uneasy about somebody. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah, uh, unsettling. Yep. Absolutely. I know a lot more about Marvel than I do DC. That's how it's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's the same way for me too. Yeah. I, which is weird because I grew up watching the DC Justice League show so much, oh, yeah. and that was that was like my go-to for comics for all. Because I was at that point, there were no good movies really. Like there were some okay ones, but Marvel didn't have any good TV shows. Well, yeah, they had nothing. They had nothing no. going on for so long. X Men. Yeah. Yep, they had that. That was then. That was in the nineties, though. So it wasn't like when Justice League was on. Uh, the, oh, the for you, yeah, off. for as you as a kid, yeah, yeah. I guess so yeah. So I'm, I'm like at that point, like so that, Spider-Man. So I, and I watched Teen bit. Titans. So those were like the two shows, both DC. And then the movies, and then the Batman movie. So it's like, that's where you were leaning. And then just out of nowhere, Marvel just came out with, like, great movie after great movie. And you're like, okay, I'm getting into this more and more. And then the... Crap villain after crap villain. <laughs> yeah. They solved the puzzle, though. Yeah, they did. They figured out how to just market. Just like, all right, we'll just have... Get a villain in there. He does nothing, really. We'll make the heroes awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what you, yeah, we'll just make the heroes great. And, you know, the villains, whatever. They, anyway, they, we have a pretty deep treasure trove of villains we can use. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, how many are tied up with the Fantastic Four deal? <laughs> oh, all of them. Okay. <laughs> when are we putting in Boomerang? Can we put in Boomerang? <laughs> Stilt Man, when's he? Is he season three of Daredevil coming in? <laughs> There was a... Uh, I demand more Justine Hammer. <laughs> there was... I just saw recently... I guess I completely missed this, but I guess after 9-11 happened, there were a lot of, like, you know, just media that had to really address that issue. Yeah. And there was an issue of, like, Marvel Comics where it's, like, all of the villains standing around the, like, ground zero... And like it closes up on Doctor Doom, and he's like crying for all the innocent lives lost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I understand why they did it at the time. It's such an archaic, like it's so weird to think about that. Like, card, like yeah. Doctor Doom, greatest villain, is like all these innocent lives <laughs> lost. Like, this, like a single tears coming out yeah. from his iron mask. Like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to be like the stone cold version of yeah. Magneto. Or like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, Meanwhile, just, I'm gonna release some Doombots and San Diego. Yeah, blow up a whole bunch of towns. Yeah. This is one of my Doombots crying. I don't cry. <laughs> like that's what I really like. I'm almost like sitting there, like with like when Thanos has shown up, and it's just him, like oh. 
<laughs> Why? So many lives. So young. <laughs> like a thousand lives snuffed out at once. I remember that they had to pull a uh, Spider-Man commercial spot real quick. Yeah. Because it was... Um, like villains caught up in a web between the two towers. Yeah, it was like a helicopter he caught or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. And that was like a month before 9-11. They're like, oh, yeah. Well, that's enough of that one. <laughs> something I didn't even realize is that Lilo, Lilo and Stitch had to be completely altered because in the really? original version, like, there's a whole, like, uh, scene at the end where they're chasing, like, a, the bounty hunters chasing him in a spaceship and they're in a spaceship. Mm-hmm. They're actually riding a nine, like a 947 originally, like a plane. Really? They're flying a plane and it goes through a city and it's like diving and weaving to get through buildings they had to completely reanimate that whole scene basically to like make every make it Hawaiian mountains it just happens in like the wilderness essentially uh, and they had to change the ship into like an alien spacecraft uh, yeah. and just change any jokes that then would have applied to it being like a commercial airliner yeah. let's crash this plane into a crowded building <laughs> yeah, let's crash it right into that big building over there Lilo like uh oh <laughs> take that lens crafters <laughs> really take that one down a notch I feel like I was a little over the top for Disney in there their heyday. Uh, all right. Do we want to want to hit on anything else here? Any other topics? Do Do we want to weigh in on Colin Kaepernick? It's a big I, story. I don't, I don't care. It's a, big, it's a big story. Because now care. all of Seattle, apparently, all the entire Seattle. Shame you didn't do that when you were playing better. Yeah. <laughs> That's the probably would have made much more of a stance. Uh, uh, yeah. It was the moment I heard about it. It was me just being like. Do I have to give a shit about what every garbage backup quarterback is doing nowadays? Do I have to care what Nick Foles is doing now? Like, what political stand he's making? Does that have to be something that dominates my news feed for 24 hours? Yeah, I would say poor timing. Like, I can can listen to the argument, but let's get someone more interesting than Colin Kaepernick to be the face of it, please. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting message. Not a very interesting message. No. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then Lena Durnham had that did you hear about this like had an interview with uh, she didn't rape another one of her siblings did she? <laughs> not, not that I know of at least not in this story it was her I think on a podcast with Amy Schuler, and she was talking about how she was at uh, Schuler. Amy Schumer sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was Amy something Louis CD you know C- CD? that broad Wait, did that, you hear the like, that chick chicks? with the tits who's kind of funny almost <laughs> oh. chicks do stand up I should I got one story after this. It'll be real quick. (laughs) If you haven't heard it, she was at. She was telling a story how she was at like um, like a gathering, like a a charity convention or something like that. And she was seated next to Odell Beckham Jr. and he was like on his phone. And the way she tells it is, she like he looked over and like immediately like saw her in a tuxedo and immediately was like, I don't want to have sex with this chick and just tuned her out. And she tells this story without any perspective from him, so it's just a bunch of people who would be like, Odell Beckham Jr. is a fucking dirty fuck! And then a, the inverse have come out, a bunch of people like, what the fuck, Lita Durham? You didn't even, you just painted this dude as an asshole for yeah. your own self-deprecation. Yeah, really. It's such a weird story where you're just like, I don't... I'm pretty sure it she's done. <laughs> it, it doesn't Odds are, yeah. I think it Girls is finished, or maybe one more season. I don't think anyone's watching it anymore. I have no doesn't idea. seem like the hang-ons for it. I've never heard people really talk about it. Not like the way Sex in the City or anything no. like that. But the, br- the brunette, her best friend on it, is just insanely hot. Like, it's almost... Shameful. It's scandalously hot. How <laughs> That's the only yeah. redeeming part. Yeah, like, I'm ashamed. She's hot enough, like, no matter how bad the show is, I can't turn it off while she's in the, the scene. Like, I'm ashamed of how attractive <laughs> I find you. <laughs> Speaking of celebrities, have you seen the newest uh, KFC commercials, who the colonel is? I saw it, but I couldn't, I couldn't put it together. No. Rob Riggle. 
Oh, is it? So it's like a thing. It's to, I guess to coincide with like football season, it's a big. Oh, okay. Kernel. I can see that. Did you watch any of the uh, the roast? No, no. It's Ann Coulter is, is gaining a lot of shit because uh, people like she's garbage. I didn't actually think she was that bad. Like I thought she was actually like. I mean, obviously someone else wrote her jokes and her delivery blew, but there were some yeah. funny jokes in that. Like she mentions like Rob Brickle, you're a Marine. Thanks for serving this country. You've seen some pretty rough things, including the Trevor Show, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Oh, and I was like, good. that's pretty good. Nice shot. But what was funny is. It, you know, all these people have been up there. You had to have heard their names so many times because she's not the first person up there. So she goes up and does that thing, like Rob. You know, Rob, thank you for serving our country. You're a Marine. You 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 did a lot of great things. She went up as like Rob Riggle, like just fucked up his name, like <laughs> Rob great. Rob Wrigley. Like it's just like what are you? And then goes like does that at the start, and then continues in for like the five minutes of just like patriotic blowjob sucking. That's perfect. And just him like okay. <laughs> Like, just got his name completely wrong. Rob Riegel's here. It's just him, like, <laughs> so is. many people must have said my name before this. So many. That's, oh my god. It's worth it just to almost see that. But I love how shameless she is in promoting her book during it. Like, oh, yeah. basically really? all she does. Yeah, mean, she opens, that's what she's like, I'm here to check out Donald Trump's America. It's gonna be on boot, like, boot, bookstores stands now. This is the next stop of my tour. I mean, she's willing to show up on, uh, Bill Maher show and just be called a dumb whore for an hour just so she can talk stuff. It's, so. What's so crazy is like as they're like at the roast shitting all over her it must have I don't know if they just used the same shot over and over again but every time they cut to her she has this face that's inhuman like it's just like it's stoic. She gets like, some weird looks to her. Like definitely. and like yeah, glassy eyed almost like her eyes are like going in different <laughs> directions. Like maybe she is a But like there's no emotion in her face to like being called a dirty cunt it's, like six <laughs> times in a row by like Pete Holmes like there's <laughs> nothing in her face like no reaction not like ha 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 that's pretty funny or like ooh just nothing in her face yeah. at all you're just like what is happening what's going on in that head right then Oof. like you have to assume it's just like uh, well you're not in my next book now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have to assume like in her mind a scene's just playing out like fucking pre-Columbia in Bioshock Infinite where it's just like just pure patriotism and like <laughs> racism going around like a giant Uncle Sam with like whips hitting a bunch of fat people like <laughs> <laughs> and like she's riding on its back like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and someone has like now like David Spade's gone up on stage to be like Ann Coulter what an ugly horse face bitch <laughs> Just I want fan art of this I want to see this it's gotta be done yeah. Oh, it's, yeah it's crazy <laughs> but I do want to ask you Lennon if your decision you get to pick any comedian you want gets to be the next colonel Oh man! <laughs> Do they have to be accurate in any way, shape, no. or form? Can we, be a guy. Can we get Amy Schuler? <laughs> Schuler. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's gotta be a dude. Chick can't be the colonel. <laughs> That's um, right. I think he would do a. a, 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 a people wouldn't say he's, he would do a good job at it, but just to hear the voice that wouldn't work whatsoever. Do it. I want John Caparulo. Who is that? He is. He's kind of like like a short, kind of overweight guy, like guy from Ohio, but he's got like a southern voice almost. But it's like a really high pitched uh, southern voice. Huh. It's uh, he's he's really fucking funny. I mean, really? for for having a redneck sound to him, yeah. and look to him, he doesn't do any. Oh, is he okay? I had, was whatsoever. he in um that second Harold and Kumar movie? I don't know. Does he have a joke where he's like his dad goes and like ties himself down with a bunch of bricks to clean unplug their pool? 
Maybe. He might. <laughs> With like a hose. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, I've always thought he was really funny. He would... I could be interested. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> I feel like I got the best answer. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert oh, God. that is the best answer. <laughs> I, yeah. Why don't you get my new fried chicken? <laughs> for only five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars for chicken. This is the entire bucket's twenty dollars. <laughs> ah, I'm not going to be able to pay for all. Just make peanut butter and jelly at home. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the one of my funniest things I've ever seen is there was a cooking contest. It was Team Rachel versus Team Guy, like celebrity cook-off, and okay. they had their teams. And Gilbert Gottfried was on one of the teams, and they're all playing for charity. How like someone must have dropped out, and Gilbert was the only person available because they asked like everyone on there are good chefs, and like they're asking like Gilbert, what can you do? He's like, well, I can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> And they're like, all right, well, the contest for tonight is we have to cater an expensive show and give them a medley of things. What can you do? I can give them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> and that's what they do. So it's like fucking like tiny little like uh, bacon wrapped uh, chicken bits or like uh, like a sushi roll and then just a fucking corner cut peanut butter and jelly sandwich on there. And it's just him, like no shame at all. They had to like go with it, yeah. and every comment's like, it was pretty good. The, the peanut butter and jelly was kind of a weird. It was just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. And he goes home, and it's just me so disappointed because like I would have loved every episode from thenceforward is the same thing. I'm just like, all right, your theme for this episode is seafood. He's like, well, I can make peanut butter and jelly, and I can put a fish on it. <laughs> Like, just never, didn't give the slightest even try beyond it. It was just admitted, like, I've never cooked before in my life. Like, why are you on the cooking celebrity reality show? It's an interesting choice, that's, that's for sure. It, it's great. You have, like, Chase Atkins on there, and or, uh, or like, um, the Garth Brooks. It's just him. Like, well, let me show you this. I make this for my wife all the time. It's a deep sirloin steak. It's it's just, I, I have the perfect sauce for it. It's beautiful. And it's like, what do you do, Gilbert? I make a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches at home and peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I love Gilbert. It's, <laughs> and I can understand why most of America doesn't. <laughs> he does a podcast where he interviews, like, he just talks about old movies. and he But he hasn't seen anything since 1985. But he's <laughs> seen everything before that. For some reason, they had Steve Buscemi on, and one, Gilbert clearly didn't know who he was. <laughs> Two, couldn't name a single thing he's been in, and was constantly forgetting his name. And then finally, the the one co-host is like, yeah, and usually this is when like one of Gilbert's old friends tells a story about how Gilbert cheated them on something, like didn't pay for something he was supposed to, but since you guys don't really know each other. And Steve Buscemi's like, well, obviously Gilbert doesn't remember this, but when I first started, I did open my comedy, and we were supposed to split a cab home from the show... <laughs> And he just jumped out at his stop and didn't offer anything. <laughs> By the way, Gilbert was headlining that night, got paid at least ten times what I did. <laughs> and oh, Gilbert man. doesn't remember it, but he's laughing, having a heart attack. Oh the entire my time. god, I would. <laughs> I would love to see. I would love to see Steve Buscemi comedy. Yeah, I guess he did it like early on. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you see him in like comedic stuff, he's almost always brilliant in it. I saw Pat Sajak stand up comedy once. Really? Yeah. It's was he like a super Christian conservative? No, he was. He, I think he did just for laughs in Canada in like the nineties. Oh wow! Or something like that. If that's when that was around, that I remember it was in Canada, and it was like from the nineties or something like that. It was hacky. <laughs> I guess for the nineties, it was all right. Yeah. So it was. You it know, was no Sinbad, ad, but it was you know. adequate. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
He's named Dave Couillet. It's on YouTube, I think. Really? You All right. Find it. God bless YouTube. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Right? That and Will Sasso, Kenny Rogers will be the rest of my day. <laughs> Just that's what I'm going upstairs to do from now on. Uh... I think Dave Chappelle would be a funny. Oh, dude. he'd be great. But oh, just oh. as like Dave Chappelle, I can't imagine he'd do racist, it. Racist, like racist uh, Colonel, like going back into it. But if you couldn't get him, I feel like Bill John, Cosby that would be, be awesome. <laughs> now you see, you can't come by my chicken. Well, make sure you dip it in the sauce first. Yeah, a special sauce first, and I said a little bit of that. Not you. You're too fat. Don't. <laughs> a little bit of ruffle in the night. <laughs> oh, we got the chicken. Don't waste my sauce. <laughs> Yeah, this one's only for the ladies. This is, just, this is the ladies' chicken. Boys, don't get chicken. You don't need it. Just ladies, come eat my chicken. Just step on that scale. No, no, no. There's a Popeye's down the street. Come here, I'll show them the door. <laughs> you couldn't get them. I, uh, I feel like John Stewart would be kind of funny. Like a five foot ten colonel, or like five foot two oh, colonel. Yeah, five ten. He wishes. Who's <laughs> just like meek and like we like yeah. or like the cameras Spindly. always is like positioned at what the other colonels were. So like Norm Macdonald and Rob Briggle at like over six feet, and just like John Stewart like half in the frame of just like go get the chicken. Come on, guys. You get that with Gilbert though too. Oh yeah. yeah, and Gilbert scrunches himself for some reason, even though not being that big. Still like, Ur. well, I'm still holding out for that hope that next year's Super Bowl is like a hilarious thing where the commercials, all of the colonels getting into like a giant fight with one another. Oh God, yeah, like, they that all would meet. be excellent. And Why they not? Like, they're setting it up like the Marvel Cinematic. Yeah, like it's, yeah. yeah, it's just this thing that like all the clues have been there because they keep referencing that they replaced these people. Yeah. So I'm waiting for like the Super Bowl commercials, all of those, and none of the guys have been so expensive. That I was like, no, they could possibly get. Oh, them Jim Gaffigan by. Far it's been the most expensive, and he couldn't. Yeah. He probably isn't. And that the show just got canceled on TV time. I oh, think. did it? Yeah, the TV Land one. I heard good things. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, you get all of them into just some late for that train. Yeah, some crazy <laughs> some commercial where they just all start fighting each other or something. I would love that. Yeah. That would be amazing. I feel like I, like once I saw that idea in my mind, I was like, if it doesn't happen, I'm just gonna be so disappointed. Like yeah. if it just eventually they go back to just regular commercials, I'm like, oh, but you didn't do it. Why? It was and there. Anytime I've heard any of them interviewed, like the the colonels, none of them seem to like. No, I just didn't get picked up for any more commercials one day. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like there's been any grand plan, or at least none that they've been. Included on. But KFC, they, they, they've got that under wraps. Yeah. yeah. They're not putting it out there. You they're they're just not going to make that information public to fucking yeah. anything. Yeah. They, so Daryl Hammond could go blabbing it about whatever street corners he's yeah. performing on? They asked Chadwick Bosman if he was playing Back Panther, and he's like, no, but I'd certainly like to. Would have to be way after he signed the deal. Yeah. They're just doing the Marvel yeah. formula where they like just keep it quiet. You Very Marvel to Disney. Yeah. Or Disney to KFC. Yeah, you know, yeah. you guys just don't know anything about this giant, crazy improv fight we're going to be having with our fried chicken yeah. come next Super Bowl. I think they're going to fight Thanos. I think yeah. That's what that's it, a, oh, yeah. they join up with them and the Rocket <laughs> Raccoons and they're like, what? I got this is the wrong movie. <laughs> it's the newest K- Colonel, Spectre, <laughs> Vision, whatever. <laughs> Alright, I think it's uh, time to about wrap up. Any last thoughts you want to get out there? Plug, sir? Um, you seriously never played this on YouTube. We're probably going to start up, I don't know, eventually. <laughs> you can watch the old episodes now from with, with the guy who I'm with now and the dude from before. This will come out in six months. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we're famous. We bank You should already be watching. Yeah, you've already there. seen it. And you're yeah. Now watching on CBS. Check me on, <laughs> catch me on the Tonight Show tonight, probably. Yeah. yeah. Now you know it's only adequate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, this comes out this Tuesday, so. Cool. Any uh, Twitter, YouTube, anything? Yeah, uh, Twitter? No. Nah. 
<laughs> you don't, want, good. You don't no. want to pimp your Twitter even? No, nah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> just watch. Go, just go watch. You seriously never played this because it's going to be pretty good. All right. You seriously never played this? You should on know. I, I should know. I'm the editor. <laughs> yeah. I got he, it. he put it together. If it was garbage, if you couldn't do anything with it, yeah. If it was garbage, out. I would have given up by I now. I am curious. That's my mo. <laughs> I am curious what the suitcase was for. Oh, <laughs> it's my laptop. I brought oh. it and my mic in case we needed it. For oh, <laughs> it's like he opens it up. How with nickel a bunch and of diming yeah. you thought we were going to be in podcast? <laughs> like, do you have a mic or a laptop? <laughs> a bunch of children's torsos come out. He's like, I just <laughs> wanted to show you guys this thing I found. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, click. Yeah. Oh God, it's four of those toilet ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, I picked these up. You wouldn't. Be- I can't believe we talked about them. <laughs> Here they are. I actually sell these, and if you guys buy them now, you sell them. Kick back to me. I'm gonna be on Shark Tank next month. <laughs> it's, it's like a ghost pyramid. ghost pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's oh. everybody. And goes. probably the title of the episode. <laughs> the okay, toilet ghost pyramid scheme comes in at last thirty seconds. <laughs>